I wish that I had started the podcast like a minute earlier than now. Because you could have heard Dave just say that the microphone is heavy. <laughs> that was a good moment for me that I got to personally enjoy that you guys out there don't get to uh, partake in. <clears throat> it's heavy when he gets some mic stands in here. Oh my God, we do need mic stands. I keep thinking about it too. I'm like, maybe I should just buy some mic stands, but I still don't really know what kind of mic stands I want. So I just keep not doing it. Yeah, it's whatever. <clears throat> it's not a big deal. Yeah, it's not. But also... It's annoying. I noticed on the pod last week, I, I accidentally gave Grant, like, the bad XLR cable. And, like, you can, like, hear, like, mic noises when he's just holding his microphone. Like, you can just hear the wire moving and shit. Mm. And he don't even move. Grant sits like a stone statue. You know how Grant <laughs> sits. You know what I'm saying? He was barely moving yep, at all. Yep, but yep. I could, like, hear it when I was trying to edit it. Like, oh, shit. I made a mistake. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, welcome to the Boys Night In podcast. Uh, it's a uh, late Saturday night, technically a Sunday morning. Sunday twelve twenty. Yep, yep. It's a late, late night. Uh, me and Dave had a busy weekend. There's only me and Dave here today. Uh, couldn't, couldn't swing anybody else. <laughs> Not at this hour. No, no, no. Oh shit! Oh, I keep coughing. Uh, I want to start with a, a hearty shout out. The Madman Mike Hughes. Oh, the Rocket rest in Man. Peace. The uh, if, if you don't know out there, Madman Mike Hughes was this weird older white dude. I think I want to say he's like in his fifties or something. He uh, he would build rockets like for himself. Like it'd be a one man rocket, and he would fly them up. <clears throat> and his whole goal was just that he wanted to prove that the Earth is flat. And he thought that if he flew a rocket up in the air high enough, he would be able to see and prove to everyone, hey, ba- hey baby, I fucking <laughs> that, that earth don't got no curve to it. What's up with that? Um, didn't work. <laughs> now he's dead. Uh, and I, 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 I'm like... When he was up there, did he like see that the Earth like wasn't flat and like he just died pissed? Like he's done this a couple of times. I know <clears throat> he's done it a lot of times actually. Like I remember the first time he done it was like years ago. Yeah, I know he's been a thing for a while. Yeah, and um, so yeah, I don't know. I feel like he want he, <laughs> I he. I don't know what his goal was now. Like, I think that what's his goal? What was his goal still? Like you've been up there so many times. Like what were you trying to do now? Like well, I think that. He thought he hadn't gone high enough to tell. Yeah. Like, he had to go higher, and this was the this was supposed to be the one. You can actually see footage of it. Yeah, I know. I didn't watch it, but yeah, I heard there was the footage of it. Yeah, I mean, you don't... <laughs> and I didn't... I just don't look at it. It's up. not like graphic footage. Like, you don't see anything. You literally just see his little rocket take off, and immediately when it takes off, you see the parachute fly off. Damn. And then, yeah, he just he goes up. And then way, way off in the distance, like a cartoon, you just see it dropping down and then big cloud of smoke (laughs) because it lands in like the fucking sand dirt or wherever the fuck they were. Sand dirt. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where they were. I don't, I don't remember if it was like a. It, it looked it's like it was sand. De- I think it's the desert. Yeah, then, I think in. there was yeah, some grass around he... too, but I don't know. Deserts probably got grass. I don't know. I've never been to a real ass <laughs> desert. <laughs> yeah, me neither. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure he lives in the desert. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I think that if you build rockets, you have to live in the desert. <laughs> I don't think, think that's a rule. I don't think you're allowed to live anywhere else if you build rockets. Like they sequester you off to the desert. Like that's automatic. That's off top. 
Like, if you even try to buy a home, like, anywhere near a suburb, like, <laughs> like you gotta fucking go, dude. This ain't Dexter's lab. Like, get the fuck out of here. Man dark. <laughs> it's awesome that Dexter's bad guy was just a kid named Man Dark. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Man, man was dark. He was a bad man guy, dark. bro. The man was dark. What are you gonna name him? <laughs> oh, shit. oh man. Oh shit. Fuck. Shout out to Mike Hughes, dude. The Madman. Rest in peace. God, that's, that's awesome. That dude chased his dream all the way. <laughs> he, he he just kept chasing it. He chased it to the grave. Yeah. Oh man, I can't decide if he's a hero <laughs> or not. <clears throat> he died doing what he loved. That's, That's the what's truth. Important. That's what's I important. just really want to know if he died mad or not. Like if he got up, he <laughs> fi- like on this rocket trip. What do you think? Finally got high up enough. Maybe because I uh, was hearing like stuff about it, and they were saying that he had like other parachutes. Like of course there wasn't just one fucking parachute. And they were like, yeah, he didn't fucking do any of the other parachutes, and nobody knows why. And I'm like, what if when he got up there, he saw the. <laughs> Like he got so embarrassed, <laughs> he was just like, "I'm dying with this one. I don't even want to live through this, dog." Yo, bro, straight up, I saw the curve. It's fucking. Like, I saw the curve. He's up there, like, bro. I just proved the Earth ain't flat. This is the opposite of what I've been trying to do for like a decade. <laughs> it was the dude's whole life work, and he finally like pulled off like. The like he pulled it off like he he got to find out, but it wasn't the answer he was betting on all this time. <laughs> That's fucking wild. <coughs> Damn. Oh shit. But dying doing he loved. <laughs> oh, that's, that's that's what's important. That's so fucking funny. Oh, I. Yeah, I don't care. (laughs) 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 Who gives a shit? (laughs) Uh, I wanted to talk about this, but I don't even really know what to talk about about it. I just think it's really cool. Uh, I think I vaguely mentioned it to you. A seven-year-old girl from Singapore. uh, She won a major Pokemon Junior Championship. No, I don't know about this. I thought that I brought this up to you. Yeah, it was a seven-year-old girl. Uh, her name is Simone Lim. I wrote it down to okay. make sure she gets the props that she deserves. Uh, yeah, seven-year-old girl. She won a major Pokemon Junior Championship. So it was other kids, but like not seven-year-olds. You know what I mean? Right. Like she upset the number one seed and like a former champion in the finals. Uh, the kid was like over twice her age. So like we're talking like fifteen fucking yeah. like we're talking like teenagers and shit. And, uh, yeah, she fucking won. I don't really know the rules of the tournament. It was, like, a big tournament. It had commentary and stuff. Like, you could watch the clip, and, like, the commentators are like, oh, she's good. If she does this or whatever, then she pulls off, like, a crazy read. But the little bit of the match I watched, like, it was a doubles match. Like, not with partners. Like, they just each had two Pokemon out. And so I'm like, I don't know if that's how the whole tournament works. what were they doing? Was it it cards? No, 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 the game. Like, Pokemon, Pokemon. Oh, which one? Pokemon Battle. Uh, it was Sword and Shield. Actually. Oh, okay. Um, you just got saying Pokemon, so I figured it's like, oh, maybe playing Pokemon cards. No, no, no. Yeah, I mean the game I, yeah. Pokemon. Yeah, <laughs> that's wild. Um, yeah, nope. She 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 won, and it, it's pretty funny. Like, 
because she wins and like they show her on the little camera feed or whatever and like she's just sitting there like a seven-year-old girl like <laughs> who doesn't like like she's just like yay i won like <laughs> like like, it doesn't, like i don't she doesn't understand what the fuck she did or anything it seems like she's just kind of sitting there smiling like right yeah i did it i beat, I beat the dude uh, good for her yeah i yeah, think that's, that's cool. just fucking nuts esports yeah. baby that's cool yeah i gotta uh, watch that when I, like, hearing about that, I'm like, bro, when I was fucking seven years old, I probably couldn't even beat Pokemon. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even know if Pokemon was out at that point. <laughs> I don't think so. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know when it came out. Well, I'm... Pokemon had to. Okay, me and you met when we were eight and Pokemon existed. Okay. Because so we traded that. Pokemon cards. So I assume it existed when I was seven. <clears throat> and I don't, I don't remember being good. I just know I couldn't beat like any video game when I was a kid. I remember I beat your Pokemon game for you. I don't remember that. I remember, I remember because I took it home, <laughs> and I was like, oh, like I was like, oh, I gotta play Joey's fucking Pokemon game. I think I, it was red, wasn't it? I had blue. Yeah, blue. Yeah, I had blue. Who had red? Then maybe I actually had red, but or I'm saying maybe we had red. Me and my brother. <clears throat> I don't know. But, yeah, I remember, um, I was maybe I was just leveling up your Pokemon then. I did that. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't remember. But, yeah. But I was That's just, cool, seven years old. Yeah, though, I'm yeah. like, how the mm-hmm. fuck can you be a fucking esports level gamer at seven years old? I'm like, I couldn't even recognize patterns <laughs> at seven. Like, I was dumber than shit. You know Who's her I mean? daddy? I, That's who we have to find out. I don't know. Or her I mama. Don't, I don't assume they're Pokemon Legends, but they I They have don't to be know. Pokemon Legends. Who trained this girl? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe she's a Pokemon prodigy and I didn't know about it. I have no idea. Uh, but I was just like, man, I can't imagine like competing <laughs> like at seven. <laughs> like in anything, really. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't, I can't imagine winning anything at seven. Like I can't imagine playing competitive Pokemon now. <laughs> like, no, I get fucked up now. Yeah, I'm like, I can't imagine wanting to do that now. Wanting to do it, at, so like, make an optimal team, learn strategies, like, really fucking learn that shit. What? I'm not fucking learning anything. I'm fucking thirty. <laughs> <laughs> it's way too much work. The further we get from seven, the dumber I get. <laughs> Bro, like, what if what if she could beat me at Pokemon? She can, cuz. I know, but... <laughs> but what if... But what if I could beat her? <laughs> I could be a legend. The random adult. The random adult the that joins fully, the children. The random fully Pokemon grown adult male. who showed up to the junior tournament and challenged the champion afterward and won. And walked out laughing. <laughs> She's seven years old, everybody. Yeah, She's a gonna, kid. She doesn't need the prize money. <laughs> what I'll be saying is I take take all that cat. I don't know if she won anything. I don't know what the stakes of a junior tournament are. She had to win some cash. I assume she won something, but I have no idea. What if she, what if she just won like another copy of Pokemon Sword? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one, the other one, you get shelled now. <laughs> she probably already has both, bro. Yeah. She's a Pokemon master. Mom and dad bought fucking both. I don't know. And she's from Singapore? What does that mean? I don't know. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't know what Singapore's like. I don't know anyone from Singapore. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anything <laughs> about Singapore. <laughs> it's probably fucking cool over there. Maybe. 
What do they? What language did he speak in Singapore? <laughs> Don't ask me this. <laughs> it ain't like Singaporean. That's the first. Th- yeah, that's the first yeah, language in my head. I was too. trying to trick you. I was hoping you'd say it or something. <laughs> uh, no, I was. You're gonna fool me. <laughs> Not now. I'm gonna look it up. Singapore language. Singapore, where they speak second English. Cool. Cool. You can go visit. Them. Cool. Yeah, I could just go over there and like fucking fit in. I could just hang out in Singapore. I didn't know that. <laughs> How many places just speak English, bro? Because <laughs> I'm like, if you go to England, their English is mad different. <laughs> and that's the only other place that in my brain is like, yep, yeah, that's the other English guy. That's <laughs> it. It's like us and them. <laughs> and up in Canada, they're just talking half French. <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't know either. That's cool. Good, fun to know that I could communicate with Simone Lim, seven-year-old Pokemon prodigy champion, as I annihilate her <laughs> with a team of all Mewtwo's an illegal team. <laughs> it's technically not a tournament match because I technically couldn't enter, so uh, <laughs> I can just break the rules and do whatever I want. My hacked Mewtwo team mm. that she just can't do anything about. Nope. And nope, she's nope. like seven, so like she probably hopefully doesn't understand the concept of like a hacked Pokemon. <laughs> So I'm just like fucking her up and blowing her mind like, like yo, why are his Pokemon stronger than possible? <laughs> like, she she won a major tournament, but in my brain I'm like she's seven, so she can't understand the concept of what's possible and impossible. <laughs> I feel like I'm inserting my dumb... She has to be a genius. I know. I, I'm just imposing my, like, dumbass old seven-year-old memory brain. <laughs> like, I don't even know what it's really like. <laughs> I'm, I'm calling fucking 20-year-old memory. <laughs> and just deciding the intelligence. I'm giving a 20-year-old posthumous IQ test <laughs> of a brain that doesn't exist anymore. It hasn't existed for quite some time. Like, being a seven-year-old now is probably mad different because they all grow up with fucking phones. Yeah, they have everything. Bro, seven-year-olds are on Twitter. Seven-year-olds probably know more about politics than me. I bet there's a fucking eight-year-old who would, like, body me in a political debate. And I'd just be like, bro, I don't even watch the news. I have no fucking idea what you're saying. I don't know what you're talking about. I just learned how to say Peter Booty Gag's name. (laughs) (laughs) What am I going to (laughs) do? Oh, man. They need to bring back that show. It's like, are you smarter than a fifth grader? But it should be even lower. Like, are you smarter than a fucking like like, eight-year-old? Like, are you smarter than a fucking first grader? And it's just adult getting fucking bodied. Like, <laughs> like just destroyed. Like, all the questions are like, what's the what, what's the fourth Fortnite emote? <laughs> Adults are just shook. That's what every first grade knows. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they know now. One of them won a tournament. What grade are you even in when you're seven years old? I was trying to do the math. I think like first, or maybe I don't know. I don't know anymore. 
Bro, in first grade, I sneezed so hard and fucking boogers flew out all over my face. <laughs> <laughs> and I was mad embarrassed. <laughs> That's what I did in first grade. <laughs> That's crazy, cuz. I feel like if I won a, if I was fucking seven years old and I won like a Pokemon tournament, like if I told my parents, they'd just think I was lying. Because <laughs> they wouldn't have gone. <laughs> yeah, you had to walk there. You ride, ride your bike there. They'd probably drop me off, but they wouldn't go. <laughs> let me True. go. They'd just leave me there, maybe. And then if I told them I won, they'd probably just think I made it up. And they just let me talk about it. But they probably wouldn't believe me. Like, I used to be in a bowling league when I was a kid. I don't remember how old I was, but I used to be in, a, like, a little junior bowling league. I don't know why. I think it was just because this one girl I knew and was friends with was in it. And so I was like, oh, yeah, I also bowl, too. Uh, I wasn't very good at it. The only thing I ever did that was really cool was one time I threw the the, the ball, and it went in the gutter, but then it came out of the gutter. <laughs> and it only hit, like, four or five pins or whatever, but it went in the gutter and came out of the gutter. And I was like, holy fuck! <laughs> and no one was watching. And nobody believed me. Everybody thought I made it up. Everybody was, was told the story for years. Never. It's true. I'll never forget it. I don't remember anybody who was there, but if I ever saw a photo, I would. it would become a new murder photo. Like I'd, I'd be crossing faces <laughs> off the list. You know what I'm saying? I'd be out there hunting them down. Everyone, you were there. Everyone who laughed you at me. You weren't paying attention to me. And you didn't even watch me fucking bowl a On random frame. I don't <laughs> On my okay. birthday. Okay, let's do that. Let's make up that it's my birthday. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> it makes it feel less weird that I'm gonna be making it a hit list. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like a slight, like, uh, like, oh shit, on his birthday. Oh his birthday. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah, kill, him. Kill, kill him, kill him, young. <laughs> kill him, young man. <laughs> go get him. Go get him, King. <laughs> go, go get him. <laughs> Leave your crown at home. Don't get the blood on it. <laughs> Oh shit! Oh god! Oh, uh, the Boys Night In podcast this week is sponsored by Pain. Just the concept of pain, <laughs> the idea of uh, being hurt f- physically, emotionally, sp- spiritually, financially, whatever type of like. Just uh, I'm looking for synonyms for the word pain. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, what is it besides hurt? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Good sponsorship. See you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish that our podcast ended with a fake sponsorship. <laughs> it can. Uh, but it doesn't. Mm. Um. So yesterday we went to a Griselda show. That was fucking cool. It was a really weird fucking day. I ate so many edibles. <laughs> I ate what could only really be referred to as a savage amount of edibles, or perhaps an inhuman amount of edibles. Joe, he was trying to go to the Stone Age. I was, I was told to go it. there, and I didn't really get past like the nineties. I maybe was like cruising around like ninety three or so at one point, right, right, right. but. God, it was a lot of fucking edibles, just a lot of, a lot of weed being smoked. I have never seen so much weed just flagrantly smoked inside of a venue as I did at that Griselda show. Like, 
blunts everywhere. Like the whole show. Motherfuckers just lighting up blunts. Just smoking them, passing them around with the friends. Fucking just blunts being lit up. That shit was crazy. I came in that motherfucker just high. <laughs> I was so high. I had already smoked so many blunts before we even got into the venue. Before that, oh my God. I'm going to, if I remember, and I think I will, I'll try to put a little clip. <laughs> if I if I remember slash if I'm able to put a little clip of, we went to a Mexican restaurant right before the show that I didn't even learn the name of because I was fucking stoned and I just walked in like, yeah, cool. Let's go get burritos. Cool. <laughs> and we all sit down at the table and uh, Dave and Guillermo, they ordered like a taco dinner. And I'm like, yeah, let me get like a burrito dinner. I want a burrito. And uh, our other friend, he he gets he gets like a burrito, one of them ones like covered in sauce and cheese and all that shit. Right, right, right. So they bring out <laughs> Dave's taco dinner. <laughs> it's just a huge tray. It's like two it's just, feet long. It's like yeah, a massive, multiple foot long like metal tray. That the middle of it is just a giant pile of like Spanish rice. Then, like, the right side is just a big fucking puddle of refried beans. <laughs> and, and on the left is fucking just a, a big pile of meat and tortillas and onions and cilantro. Like, this fucking meal is massive. This is a feast of a dinner. This is like you can feed fucking four people off this shit. <laughs> like, that shit was so much fucking food. Like, a ludicrous amount of food. The rice by itself was intimidating. Like, yeah, it was so much food. You and could realistically feed three people on it, give one person each taco and then, you know, split everything. Was it three tacos? I didn't know yeah. how many tacos it was. I just saw the pile of food. Yeah. It was three tacos there, but they all were really big. Yeah. And, um, I was really hungry though. So I ate a lot of it. I ate like two thirds of it. And then I ate the other third when I got home. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. It fucking, was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> they they get brought their taco dinners, and me and our other friend are sitting there just laughing. Like, what if the burritos are really tiny? <laughs> yeah, we're really praying for tiny burritos. We were really hoping that that would be the prank. Is that the taco plate is gigantic, and like the burrito dinner is really tiny? That was not the case. Like, his burrito comes out, and it's this giant fucking thing covered in sauce, like literally like the size of like it looks two like a log. Yeah, it, like the size of like your head twice. <laughs> <laughs> like that shit was fucking dumb huge and then my shit comes out and i've got like the fucking giant pile of rice in the beans and a fucking massive burrito cut in half basically the same size as his burrito i'm pretty sure but cut in half and set off to the side of the big pile of rice and beans and all that shit so goddamn big uh so much food not very expensive at all nope. um yeah, fuck. I I wish that I would learn the name of it. it this, this is a very Chicago specific thing, but whatever street the patio theater is on, which I also do not remember, it's right down the street from the patio theater. Just yeah, uh, yeah. Google patio theater. Yeah, go go near go near the patio theater and, and uh, Mexican Mexican place down the street somewhere on that same street. It's on a corner. You can go there, fucking. I I do not remember what it was called at all. I never even learned the name. I, I it's not even like I don't remember. I never learned the name. <laughs> I just walked in because we were like, "That's a Mexican place. Let's go there." 
And oh fuck, huge food. I I ate half the burrito, and I made my like I was like I have to finish half this burrito at least. And I did, but I was made. I made myself finish it, and there was still like the pile of like the end of the tortilla there and shit. I was like, I'm not fucking. I can't just eat all this. <laughs> it was so much, and yeah, I ate it uh, later when I came back. I ate the other half of the burrito. It was very good. That place was not so. Yeah, that place is jumping. Yeah, there was a lot of people there too. I kept forgetting. I I do this all the time now. Like if we do things on like a Friday or like a Saturday, like I'm not used to like being able to do stuff on the weekend so like in my brain i like will think like why is it so jumping here on a tuesday because i just assume because i'm doing stuff (laughs) that it's like my days off yeah (laughs) and so like i kept thinking that yesterday like when we tried to we tried to go to like a seafood place before we went to the uh mexican place (laughs) and we pulled up it was fucking jumping it was like a 45 minute wait and i was like why the fuck is it like this on a tuesday yeah that was wild (laughs) And then I remember, like, oh, never mind. It's not Friday. Tuesday. It's fucking Friday. It's normal people weekend right now. Um, yep, Griselda show was great. If you don't know about Griselda, three dudes from Buffalo, New York. It's fucking Benny the Butcher. It's West Side Gun. It's it's Conway the Machine. Um, yeah, it was a very enjoyable show. The first like two hours was just kind of like DJs playing and a bunch of like random rappers coming out. It was a lot of Buffalo dudes. Uh, I know at least one of them. I think one of them was from like Boston. Um, just kind of dudes coming out and they like <laughs> they <laughs> they performed fine, but they all did this kind of dumb thing where they'd come out and just not tell you who they were. Yeah, they didn't, they, they announced their name. They, yeah, they just kind of show up and come out, and then they just like some of them come out and literally just start doing a verse a cappella out of nowhere. And like that's cool, but then like say your name afterwards. <laughs> say what? Say the name of a song. I feel say. like they all said their name like one time. Like it'd be a random point, like in the middle or at the end, they would just say like their Instagram, and then <laughs> they'd like leave. And I was just like, I don't even know who the fuck this guy was. And they'd all just show up and play like two, three songs. Sometimes I, I swear there was at least one dude who played one song and left. <laughs> like, yeah. Like it was just a bunch of, it was pretty rapid fire. Like that was the nice thing about it is there wasn't a lot of a wait between all these different random rappers coming out, but it was just a bunch of random rappers and they kept trying to get the crowd hype, but people aren't having it. Nobody's putting their fucking hands up. Nobody dude. cared. No Nobody knows you. Yeah. Nobody's going to put their phones up for you, dude. Everybody's just in here smoking blunts, like waiting for fucking West Side to come out, dude. Like, <laughs> it's not going to work. Y'all are not getting it going. They kept trying. And then, yeah, fucking like, like immediately once West Side Gun comes out, like the fucking place gets jumping. Like when he comes out in his giant fucking red puffy coat, like standing out like fucking crazy, like immediately the place fucking goes nuts uh, and everybody's fucking psyched and, uh, Man, West Side Gun is really good live. Uh, him specifically. And I, I think, feel like I can understand him better live. Like, it's weird. Okay, so West Side Gun is already very understandable just because he's so, like, slow with, like, like he barely even flows. He just kind of says sentences a yeah. lot. And live, that translates so fucking well. Because, yeah, you understand every word he says. Yeah, it was crazy. Like, yeah, he's he's super understandable. And his voice is so, like, distinct and, like, kind of, like loud. Like, it just cuts through. Uh, it, it sounds like the fucking record. He sounds exactly the same live. Like, he sounds really good live. Um, 
And I, that's not like like Conway and Benny are also super super good live, but like Westside's just voice and his way he raps is so distinct. And every time it was a Westside song, I was just like, I fucking hear every word he's saying. Like, yeah, like if it was a Benny verse, I didn't know. I, I fucking get lost in you know. What I'm he's so fast and like technical shit. You get lost. Westside, there ain't no fucking. There's no technical shit to get lost in. He's just <laughs> saying grimy shit at you, like. <laughs> fuck he was really good um i really liked the way that they like presented themselves like because like they didn't all come out as like oh griselda's here it's time for the major like fucking beat just starts playing west side just comes out starts rapping and then out of nowhere a couple songs in fucking benny just comes out in the middle of a song and just starts rapping everybody's like oh fuck benny's here and benny does the shit and then a couple songs later fucking conway just comes out rapping and like there's no announcement there's it just they just kept playing songs and then yeah they're like rotating through themselves yeah too, like they disappear yeah they keep rotating around there's also <laughs> didn't even bring this up when griselda is ready to play they're is at least 40 people on stage, which by the end had to have gone up to like 60. Yeah, there's so many people. There was so many people on stage once it was time for like Griselda. Like before Westside Gun came out, like there had to be at least 40 people on stage, including Michael Rapaport. Yeah, he was there. He was just there hanging out on stage. Um, um, yeah, some of the people were there. Yeah, there was a bunch. I don't fucking remember who was yeah. there. There was a bunch. Like I said, there was literally, it had to be like 50, 60 people on the stage by the time. It, we didn't even stay all the way till the end because Griselda was playing for like, it, it had to be like two hours. Like, like just Griselda. And like, I like Griselda, but like an hour and a half in, I was like, I don't even know what other songs I want to hear. Like, I was like, every song I can think of, they've played. And then they play something else and be like, oh, yeah, I do like this song, too. <laughs> but, like, I was just like, I don't even know what other, what other songs to play. Like, they fucking threw it all at me. And eventually, like, we left before it was even over just because a lot of people started leaving because everybody was just fucking tired. Cause yeah, they it was just, late. It was, like, almost midnight. Yeah, it was late. And they just, like, would not stop rapping. <laughs> like, they just wouldn't fucking quit. It was just song, 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 song. And that was cool. But it was like, dude, we just watched people do this for two hours before y'all got here. Yeah. Now y'all are here. And everybody in here has been smoking blunts nonstop since they got here. Like, dude, they're tired. <laughs> People were fucking exhausted in there. <laughs> like, you can feel it. Like, like, before everyone started walking out, like, you can feel everybody. Because even them on stage, they're like, we know it's late as fucking here. Can we do a couple more songs for y'all? And you can feel everybody kind of being like... <sighs> <laughs> all right yeah <laughs> and that's what we left though when they announced the last two songs they're like all right we got two more songs i think we stayed for one and then we're like yeah. okay one song left and we left yeah they, they said they were doing only a couple more songs and then fucking conway had just like wrapped his ass off like he just did the energy shit like he fucking went in fucking just verse after right, verse right. and he did all that and it really felt like man this is a this is a real climax right now just because Conway is just up there rapping like as hard as he's rapped all night and it's like he's already done the, like he at this point he is disrobed out of his jackets and shit he's just in a white tee <laughs> sweating and shit I was like bro they seem tired now <laughs> like you could feel he was really giving it all but it's like you can hear that he's kind of tired and like they're kind of moving slower and shit I was like bro everyone in here is tired but they just won't <laughs> stop just rapping <laughs> like they just wouldn't stop rapping. The only person who didn't seem like he was tired at all was West Side Gun, I like, who West I Side don't Gun. believe was even human. 
And he was still fully clothed. In his giant fucking coat, which I have... I I realized it when I saw him there. I was like, I've never seen him not in a giant coat. <laughs> I, I have no idea what West Side Gun looks like when he's not in a huge, like, puffy coat or just, like, layers of clothing. Like, I've, I've never seen him not layered up or just in some large coat that looks like he's layered up. Yeah, I don't follow him on Instagram or anything, so yeah. I do. <laughs> <laughs> and I've never seen him not in a bunch of clothes. Uh, it was one of the things I was looking forward to. I was like, I wonder what crazy shit West Side Gun's going to wear. It's just a giant red puffy coat. Yeah. Uh, which, yeah, he never, like, he unzipped, like, once to show the shirt he had underneath. And then zip that shit back up. <laughs> like, that man stays fucking... He is... <sighs> layered up. <laughs> layered I, up. Was, I was getting hot just looking at it like, Jesus Christ, dude. Like, it was already kind of, like, hot down where we were. And I'm like, bro, he's on the stage. That it's stage lights. Cool. It's hotter. Yeah. It's got to be hotter up there. No, he'd never faltered. <laughs> he was fucking going at it. And uh yeah, very good show. They're all three of them are really good live. Um th- this the, I, I I would just show up late. <laughs> like <laughs> just show up like an hour or two into the show, honestly. Like you because we showed up like right when the show started pretty much. Like we got yeah. there like right after the DJ probably started playing and like it started to get going. Which uh yeah, I, if I would have thought about it, I would have been like, man, they're just going to play a bunch of random shit for like at least an hour and a half. Like we could, but we were already like right there. We just eaten and everything. And yeah. we were trying to, we were struggling to get some parking. So we just kind of found a parking spot. And we're like, all right, let's just head over to the venue and get in. And I, I should have known better. But yeah, I, I'd recommend, I mean, it's, if you're down to fucking stand around for like four hours, if you're fucking like young. <laughs> <laughs> young muggle concert. Yeah, if you're a young fan of Griselda and you want to like be out all night, then like fucking go for it. But uh, you know, you know what it is. You know the vibes in the fucking Boys Night In podcast, the Pushing Thirty podcast. <laughs> shit, is, 30. shit is uh, we are fatigued, bro. Straight <laughs> <We are laughs> up, looking exhausted after a couple hours. We were barely hanging on by threads. <laughs> I'm getting tired just thinking about it. Oh my god, it was exhausting. And I loved it. I was having a great time, but I was also just standing there at certain points, which, I mean, probably was... Well, my knees just don't lock up. A lot of edibles. <laughs> so yeah. many edibles. And blunts nonstop. I'm in the venue smoking blunts. Like, I was like, why the fuck won't it stop? I feel like the last 30 minutes, all I was thinking was, I'm so thirsty. <laughs> like, I was so fucking thirsty. It was crazy. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was a cool show. If you're into Griselda at all, or even any of the three of them, fucking go see it. You'll have a great time. (laughs) I just recommend if you're fucking going to be on a bunch of edibles or if you're old as shit like us. (laughs) <laughs> go a little late don't you don't gotta, you don't gotta be on time you ain't gotta be on time don't worry fucking it's just they, like they're all fine the all the rappers there was no bad rappers every rapper that went up there was good there's some dudes up there who were, i was like man this guy's pretty good i don't know what his name is so i'll never be able to look him up or anything but no nope. man this guy's pretty good and it's a cool song um there was like one song by one dude where i was like this beat is fucking stupid because it was just a loud like 808 that like wasn't coming through well on them speakers at all mm-hmm. and it's like drowning his voice out um i like the one dude whose name i did not uh learn 
uh, who came, well, he showed up late and he was talking on the mic from backstage. He was like, sorry, y'all, I got here late. Let me get stoned before I come out yeah. <laughs> and I'll be right out there. And then he comes out and then like he does a song and he was like, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I, I kind of lost my voice. And me and Carol were just standing there laughing like this dude just keeps talking about all the things that are going wrong, but how he's still gonna go hard. <laughs> That's all he kept doing. Just, oh, I'm late. I'm losing my voice. I gotta go backstage and get stoned real quick. Forgive me, y'all. <clears throat> but I'm still going hard as a motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, he was like, honestly, if he didn't say that he was like losing his voice, I wouldn't have even thought he was losing his voice. He sounded fine. Yeah. Uh, but that that was funny. Uh, I know there was uh, there was one dude who just came out and was just like, I used to be selling weed and coke, and <laughs> like, <laughs> like dudes are just coming on stage just saying stuff. I know one dude had a song just like, I'm a coke dealer. You broke. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, these songs hey, that's true. <laughs> that shit rules. They ain't lie. Yeah, that shit was awesome. Uh <laughs> I mean, even though the beginning part was kinda dumb, I was still having a really fun time. It was just at the end I was like, I wish that I was here later so that I wouldn't be so tired right now and wanna leave. <laughs> Cause when they when they looked at me like ready to go, I meant it. I was ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't pulling me out of there. I wasn't. You didn't have to twist my arm. <laughs> they they gave me that look, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, no, definitely ready to get out of here. I am tired." <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good show. Um. All right, now this is going to turn into a wrestling podcast. The Boys Night in Podcast, the number one wrestling podcast. Um. <laughs> We did it. We're back. We made we, it. We made it. I fucking I want to talk about Goldberg and shit. And that's number one on the list this week is Goldberg. <laughs> it's not number one on the list, but I'm like, we went to AEW Revolution tonight. That's why we're doing the podcast so late. We just got back like right before we started recording the podcast from uh, the the new AEW pay per view that happened tonight. Uh, which I would like to talk about, and I was like, well, I'll save it till the end so that you like really don't give a shit about wrestling, like. See ya. You know what I mean? <laughs> Podcast is done for you if you really don't want to hear about that. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, but I do want to talk about old ass man Goldberg beating the current, well, one of the current WWE world champions, uh, Bray Wyatt the Fiend, beat him in three minutes in Saudi Arabia with his two moves or whatever uh, and is now the the champion going into WrestleMania. Yep. Wow. Wow. WWE sucks. Funny. Just wow. It is the worst show. I've been done watching WWE for years already. So like, I don't even really care. It's just, I listen to wrestling podcasts and stuff and they talk about what happens to WWE because WWE is the biggest fucking wrestling company in the world. So I'm just going to kind of know what's happening in WWE all the time. And I'm always just like amazed from the distance. Like, Wow. Yeah, this show is really bad. <laughs> it's crazy how bad it is. Like, man, this shit is so stupid. But like, I I've been officially checked out of WWE since. My, in my brain, I pinpoint it as uh, the WrestleMania when AJ just beat Shinsuke again, and Shinsuke just didn't win the title. <laughs> After that, I was like, I'm done. 
<laughs> like I can't. That do was it. the moment. I think that was really the moment. Like after Shinsuke lost again, like when it was like it was the time for him to win. Yeah. And then he just, he just kept did losing. It. Yeah. And then he just kept losing, and none of the matches were that good. I was like, oh, I'm done. <laughs> like I, I. When they made me not excited to watch Shinsuke wrestle anymore, I was like, oh, I can't watch this show. Like, I can't watch this like, anymore. I can't watch this fucking show. It's so bad. Yeah. They they ruined so many. It sucks because there's so many people who I really like that are signed to WWE. But I just can't care about anything they're doing because they're in fucking WWE. Like, and it's all... Fucking stupid. All the matches are like the same fucking match. They rarely get to really have like a a good match. (laughs) Like it's not even like really their fault most of the time. Just it's just not how the system works up there. Like it's. I think about like Kevin Owens. I just get sad. Oh, Kevin Owens is so cool. Oh, that sucks so much. That he's just stuck there. Like, fuck. That's so lame. I think about, like, Adam Cole. Yeah. And he's great there. Because he's he's down in NXT. Like, that's still, like, he's in a great position. I want him out of the system. (laughs) (laughs) He still has a chance to leave. He still has a chance to end up in the bad time zone up on the main roster. I just, I don't even like to watch NXT because they just kept taking everybody that was cool in NXT. Like eventually they just, ha- it's like, oh, they're going to lose because it's time for them to go up. And I, I got sick of like that being how stories ended it was always just like, oh, they have to leave because they're getting called up. So they're going to lose to this guy because that's what's going on right now. Yeah. And I was just like, man, you can't get invested in anybody for more than like a couple months because if they're really hot, they're gonna go up. <laughs> like, <laughs> if the person's doing something really cool, they're gonna get called up to go become fucking Bo Dallas seventeen or whatever, and like not fucking do anything. And NXT is cool, but it's just it's a wrestling show. Like, we it's just a. <laughs> I think we've fun. talked about this. Yeah, yeah. we talked about it right, but yeah, no, it's just yeah, it's a it's a wrestling show and it just gets boring to watch. Cause it's like just good matches. It's like it's just a bunch of good matches, and if it's like good matches, people that are that are new and that can't do good matches because they're too new. And so like, I don't know. It's developmental still, even though it's still on TV. Like it's there's still like some developmental parts to it. I think my thing with NXT is just it's under the WWE umbrella, and I just can't get invested in any WWE oh, product yeah, because anymore. Would, yeah, because you saying they go it's the just roster. it's the system, and at the end of the day, it's like it all fucking answers to that, and it all now especially because like they're bringing NXT shit into main roster shit. It's like you can't even escape it now. Fucking Rhea Ripley's fighting Charlotte. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it's all the same now, and so that just turned me off of it even more. Uh, it was just like, oh, now they're all kind of intermingling the the brands and shit, and I'm just, I'm not here for it. I don't, I don't want to fucking ever watch a Raw <laughs> or SmackDown. Like, oh my god, I don't care. Uh, I just want, I, I, I can't. I like, I can, I like AEW because I can, I can care about a guy, and like, they're not gonna make me hate him or stop caring. 
It hasn't happened yet. No. Every person where, like, I think that person's cool on AEW, like, they just stay cool. And they get cooler. Or they get cooler. That's it. Like, they're <laughs> cool, and then they get cooler. And it's like, oh, man, they they, they want me to care. They want this guy to be cool because they know this guy's cool. Like, I, I, I'm rewarded <laughs> for wanting to watch them. <laughs> Which I wasn't in WWE. All I wanted to do was see Shinsuke be cool, and they were like, "No, he's gonna lose to AJ six times." <laughs> like, fucking let him do something. And then they do made him. Something. They made him fucking Intercontinental Champion or whatever. And then I feel like I, he like didn't show up on TV for yeah, fucking like months. Didn't do like, anything once he got it. Or US Champion. I don't remember which one. It doesn't matter. All of their belts are fucking worthless anyway. It's just. <laughs> God, what a bad show. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't see how you start that. Why not talk about Goldberg, Goldberg and you didn't say anything about Goldberg? I, I mean, that's just... I, I did say something about Goldberg in a way. <laughs> <laughs> in a way, all of that is what I'm... That's, I guess that's what I want to talk about. Goldberg is just the latest like thing of it. But I just need to talk about how much I hate WWE and how much it sucks. <laughs> it's just so fucking bad. It's the worst fucking show. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And I'm just I'm amazed at how much like I already don't care. I already don't even watch it. I have no stake in it. It doesn't even matter. But just from a distance, I'm like, I can't believe. Yeah, the dumb shit they still do. How like... fucking dumb that shit is. Like even everything they did with Bray Wyatt leading up to this was dumb. Yeah, it doesn't matter that yeah. Goldberg won because Bray Wyatt went in where it was going to suck. Yeah. Him versus Roman Reigns is going to suck. No matter what yeah. happened, it was going to suck. Yeah. But then it's just like the idea of like fucking old ass man Goldberg being like, what, a two-time champion yeah. in like fucking two years like when did goldberg come back like <laughs> like what the fuck um yeah no I, f I don't remember the first time he won i know he beat kevin owens but i don't remember what year it was it was like but two yeah, years ago or like, something yeah like it was that. like last year two years ago something like that and it's like fuck they already they're already doing it again yeah like they couldn't even wait but i mean why wait he's old only getting older but why do it <laughs> yeah and, so, and like, I it makes sense only in the sense that Goldberg is a bigger star than pretty much everybody there. But that's a problem. <laughs> like, why the fuck isn't anybody there over at all? Yeah, uh, the Fiend, the W's biggest star, the person that they pushed like the hardest besides like Bray, besides uh, Brock Lesnar. Yeah, no, they were pushing. Okay, so leading up to fucking Bray Wyatt, The Fiend, whatever, losing to Goldberg the other day in Saudi Arabia, he was squashing everybody and no-selling every single offense anybody did to him. Like, yep, yep, yep. like, The Fiend literally, I'm pretty sure, until Goldberg beat him, had never sold for anybody or, like, anything. Like, he'd kick out of everything at one. He just fucking, he was just, a, he was like a Terminator. Yeah, he was invincible. He was invincible. Yeah. Nothing you could ever do would ever hurt him. And then he would just grab you and do his move to you. And then he'd like kill you or whatever. And like, that was it. And then Goldberg just beat him in like two moves. Like, that was it. <laughs> Goldberg just beat him. 
It's like, so now the one guy that you sacrificed everyone else to build up, <laughs> you just sacrificed to an old ass man. <laughs> like, for what? For what? It's just, it's like bodies on top of bodies over there. The shit is nuts. I just, I don't get it. Oh, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I I can't stand it. Yeah, the whole Saudi Arabia show is funny. Yeah, I... I, Um, Because how um, all the older guys just destroyed all the younger talent. Yeah. And it's so funny that we decided to destroy all their young talent in one show and just... (laughs) Yeah. Some of the guys aren't even young, like AJ, but (laughs) AJ... AJ one chokes them from the Undertaker, he loses. <coughs> a fresh AJ too. Not like he's rusty, not like he wrestled anybody. Really? I assumed he had. Um no, he was in one match, it was like end of disqualification. Then he had wrestled like an other match and I forgot what it, I think he wrestled that match. Maybe the first match he wrestled disqualification and then the Undertaker came out. And then that was it. But he was in the ring like hyped up, he won like yeah. He was not injured. <laughs> Old ass Undertaker came out, didn't even take his fucking coat off. <laughs> no, nope. kept the coat on. It was put, gonna be short. Put that old, put that little fucking short piece of southern garbage down. Put that shit in the dirt. I was trying to find this tweet I saw where um, it said the age between every um, old guy and young guy that they be at the Saudi Arabia show. And, like, it was just really funny because it's all, like, 10 years older than them. We're like, yeah, I don't know. It was really good. And um, I can't find it anymore. Yeah, just a bunch of fucking old dudes who, like, can't. Like, Undertaker can barely fucking move. And Goldberg can't do anything. Goldberg literally has two moves, and he can't do one of them. To, like, anybody he tries to do it to. (laughs) (laughs) Like, the last, like, everyone he's tried to do it to. He can't fucking do it. He can't do the jackhammer. He well, they, can't lift people. Well, they put him against uh, Dolph Ziggler for the last person they put him against. Oh, yeah, yeah, so no, he, they, yeah. Yeah, no, they did give him that one. I forgot about that one. Yeah. Um, so but th- that was literally just a, okay, he has to have a good-looking one because he can't do this shit to anybody. So they gave him a super light guy who is literally known for taking, like, cr- like really nice bumps. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they had to give him the number one bump taker. The, bump uh, the, the light number one bump taker who could go up for him and go down real easy and make it look good for him to pull off a jackhammer. Other than that, he can't fucking do it to anybody. <laughs> so I'm like, what the fuck is he going to do? Like, he can't lift Roman Reigns in that mm. fucking combat vest. Well, he's going to lift him. And it's going to be the mania version. That shit will be heavier and thicker. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I was thinking that maybe Goldberg would beat Roman Reigns too, but he no, he won't. won't. No, Roman Reigns yeah. won. They're trying to make um, Goldberg heal. Um, Goldberg called somebody a dork on Twitter. Macaulay Culkin. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot. Which is also very funny. Yeah. Uh, so after after Goldberg won or whatever, Macaulay Culkin from Home Alone and shit <laughs> tweeted. <laughs> Uh, a couple tweets about how uh, how he was disappointed in Goldberg, and he said he uh, canceled his uh, tickets for uh, for Tampa Bay, so he's not going to WrestleMania. And 
Goldberg's first and I think since it happened only tweet <laughs> after he uh, won the title is at Macaulay Culkin just duly noted dork and then like an angry emoji and a thumbs up emoji. <laughs> <laughs> so that's your WWE champion. Yeah. Uh, enjoy that. And your other one is Brock Lesnar who has been champion a million times and is never there. <laughs> So that's cool and fun. So, yep. Both of the champions are really cool and fun. Uh, and John Cena came back. John Cena came back. I didn't watch it because I don't watch it. But uh, John Cena came back. Hooray. It's so weird that John Cena's, like, gone. Yeah. Like, he, um... he's been gone for so long. Like, I'm used to it now. But every once in a while, like, I just think about the fact that John Cena's, like, not around in wrestling anymore and i'm like man that's crazy because he left so suddenly yeah he just left really fast it felt even, like you know he was saying he wasn't too yeah it felt like uh fucking years ago like he had that like really cool u.s title reign where he was just fighting everybody and like every like that was like shortly before i quit watching i think yeah uh because yeah fucking john cena was coming out every week and just having badass matches with random dudes on the roster like he just fucking tear the house down with cesaro for no reason <laughs> like like he was just having good ass fucking uh u.s title matches like every week on tv and then he like lost to whoever he lost to like didn't he lose to del rio in like Oh yeah, seventeen that was seconds. So yeah, because like, he had to go film a movie yeah, or something. Yeah, was, you know, film Transformers or some shit. Yeah, and then that was like just like it. Like yeah. John Cena's pretty much been gone since then. I think he's come back like twice. Like he pretty much disappeared after that. I totally forgot that that was how that ended. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. That's how. The... Yeah, John Cena had a re- really nice final run on TV, and then it got ended by a surprise return. Alberto Del Rio, who beat him in like two moves in like twenty seconds. <laughs> Uh, which was hilarious. It was the first match of the show, too, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was something like Because we were that. like, oh, he wanted to get out there early. He's trying to go back home. Yep, yep. And that shit was fast. Yep, you fucking... And then Alberto Del Rio was a mess. Like, the whole time he was there, and then he left again. Mm, yep, he started dating Paige. Oh, my God. And then they left. Oh, my God. So much happened in wrestling. I know. I don't know why you started talking about wrestling history. I don't know either. Wow. WWE's been so bad for so long. Yep. (laughs) That's crazy. So we went to AW Revolution today. Good wrestling show. Yep. Good wrestling show time. Uh, If you're only here for us to complain about wrestling, you don't hear us say good stuff about wrestling. See ya. Show's over. Show's over. <laughs> Have a good one. See you next week. Thanks for listening. Uh, yep. AEW Revolution kicked some serious fucking ass. Uh, it was at the Wintrust Arena out in the city, which, yeah, that bitch in the city. And C2E2 is happening at the Wintrust Arena at the same fucking time. Mm-hmm. So that whole area is fucking jumping. Uh, and it was a son of a bitch to get parking. We spent like, that was like a solid hour of just us like struggling to park somewhere. And yeah, like just figure looking it out. around for parking. Yeah, we were just driving around the city fucking looking for anywhere to park. Fucking the like main uh, big parking garage for the Wintrust, that was full. And so we even tried to ask, like, a person that was, like, working for, like, the parking shit outside the Wintrust, like, hey, where should we go park? And they are like, oh, Lot A. And you're like, oh, that's full. And they were just like, yeah, that's all I know. Yeah. I only know of Lot A. And we were like, 
okay. <laughs> <laughs> we just uh, went around driving around. We tried to find some street parking. That shit wasn't going to work because of the fucking hourly shit. Ugh, it was a lot. It was real fucking annoying. But eventually we... Uh, we found lot B. Yep, lot B. Turns out yep. there's not only a lot A. <laughs> there's a lot B and a lot C. Yep, lot C's on the ground, though. That apparently no one knows so, about. Apparently yeah. no one knows about fucking lot B and lot C. Uh, we had to fucking find that information on our own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I wonder where those random people that like uh, the ra- we saw like a dude in like an AEW jacket, and we like pulled over like we're looking for parking too. Where's you guys? And they were like, we just parked on like a random street like way over there, and then we kind of drove that way and we're looking around for parking. And we were driving around. I'm like, are these people gonna get a ticket? Because there's nowhere for them to park. Yeah, like not on the street because they said they parked on the street. And I'm like, there's nowhere around here where they could have parked. Because all of the parking was like a three-hour limit. Yeah. And I was like, I feel like these people just decided fuck it and just stopped their car and went with it. Because I'm like, I don't, there's nowhere around here that's not just like city street parking that's like all the same. Uh, Yeah, fucking finally find our way to goddamn lot B. <laughs> that shit was uh, far. Uh, And then, yeah, th- like lot B is a lot for the Wintrust Arena. It's like a 25 minute walk from the Wintrust Arena. Yeah, it's so It's far still away. not like it's not a close lot to the arena. It's fucking far and it's just a big outdoor lot. It's not even like a fucking parking garage or like anything. It's just a big fucking outdoor parking lot. Um but we do find it and uh you know, plenty of space fucking pull right in, find find a nice little spot in the back. Uh once we had our nice little parking spot, fucking pound some Trulies in the goddamn parking lot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> some real tailgating shit, some badass shit. Uh, I ate a whole fucking thing of edible gummies because <laughs> I didn't learn my lesson on Friday night. Um, fucking, we start like trying to walk towards the Wintrust Arena. Oh yeah, and we're like. We know it's this way, but we don't see where to like walk or how to get around. Because it was just a gate. It was yeah, there's like the gates and shit and, and like all this stuff. And uh, so then we see other people like in uh, like wrestling Viking clothes or whatever. <laughs> and uh, we asked, I'm like, oh, are you guys trying to get to the window? Like, how do we get in there? Like, we just tried to walk that way and we got turned around and told that we have to go this way and like go all the way around to get to the windrust. And we're like, that sounds crazy. And they're like, yeah, I don't know. So we just start following them. And then clearly they don't know where they're going. Cause they keep stopping and going different directions. And we just kind of stop following them. Cause we're like, this seems insane. They want you to walk like way away from the wind trust to turn around, to walk back to the wind trust. It would have been like an over 30 minute walk. Like, yeah, it'd no, be like it was- a 35 minute walk. Like it'd be a big fucking trek, uh, between all the directions you got to go. And, uh, so we, we try to ask some other dudes like, Hey, you guys going or coming from the wind trust? What's up? Cause there's people coming from C2E2 and shit. Like there's multiple cosplayers just trudging through this big, long ass parking lot, yeah. uh, getting ready to go home and shit. And, um, these other dudes are like, Oh, we just got a fucking Uber. We couldn't figure that shit out. People were saying you had to walk all the way to fuck that. We just called Uber. So we're like, right on dude. Yeah. Fuck that. Call ourselves a lift. Real easy. Nice guy. Great driver. 
just kind of talked to us about smoking weed and playing video games and wrestling. He didn't even <laughs> know there was a wrestling show going on. Yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> and then he just kind of started talking to us about it. He bought this big fucking championship belt and all this shit. And we're like, <laughs> dude, do you know there's a wrestling show going on right now? He's like, oh, fuck, really? Like, <laughs> oh, it worked so much. I don't even know. We're like, yeah, dude, that's where you're taking us. And uh, yeah, nice, nice guy. Nice guy. Uh, but yeah, after all that fucking journey, we finally got to the wind trust. Uh, honestly, we got there like right on time. Like yeah. we walked in and like, right as we got to our seats, they like started having people come out for like dark matches. Like we got there like right on time. Yeah. Um, our friend Domino got there like an hour earlier before us. Yeah. Waited in the merch lines and all that. Yeah. So that was cool. So I ended up getting some shirts from there. And he waited in lines for me, so that worked out. The fucking food lines when we got there were crazy. Yeah. Like, we walked in, and there was just these giant lines, and we assumed, like, oh, this is probably the merch line. And then it wasn't. It was for the food, because we get a little further down, and, oh, here's the merch. There's not a line. You can just walk right up to the table. Like, there's people at the table. You might have to wait, like, two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, you can just walk right up to the table. There's no line at all for the merch table. Uh, which was wild to see. That's the opposite of like every AW show we've been to. Like usually the fucking merch shit is jumping. That line is long. Um, but I don't know how much shit got like sold out. Like I didn't look at the merch table at all. Right. I, I don't care. Uh, I'm not saying stuff was already sold out when he got up there. Really? Um, cause he wanted to get, uh, that orange Cassidy shirt. Chicago oh, yeah, one. yeah, yeah. And yeah, he said that they only had it in large and yep, extra large. Yep. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was cool. We had uh we had some really good seats. Uh, you know, we were on the lower levels and shit. They gave us the fucking like uh light up big wristband things that are all like a whole fucking uh arena is like synchronized and they all like flash in different patterns and colors and all that shit. Um Yeah, that shit yeah. was neat. That's cool. Yeah, those things are cool. I never uh all the concerts I've been to, I never got one before. Yeah, it's just fucking neat. So um, there was one part where they only did it once, and it just never happened again. But like after like uh, like you know they'll do a chant like dun, 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 clap 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 clap. When people were doing the clap 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 clap, there was like one time we all did it, and the things lit up like like they flashed yellow like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's one. And yeah, everybody kind of looked like, oh, it like synchronized with the claps. So then everybody stopped clapping. And then I never heard it. Like, I never saw it happen again. <laughs> and it was like in the pre-show or like something like it happened that one time. And like the people in front of us talk about it too. Like, oh shit, it like synced up with everybody clapping. And then I never saw it do it again. Um. Oh, well, it did it with um with Kenny's Terminator thing. I don't remember doing it for that. Did it? Yeah, it did it for a little bit. And I was like, oh, that was really cool because that's when I first noticed it. I didn't notice it during that. Um, I, was, I thought of that, too, later. I was like, why didn't they do it for Kenny's thing? But I must have just missed it. But, well, they well the crowd did Kenny's thing like three times. They did it when he first walked out, and I was like, oh, he hasn't even done anything yet. And then the second time, it, it happened, and they did it, and the band was uh, blinking with the claps. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. And then the third time it happened, it didn't happen. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Yeah, I don't even. I I didn't even notice that shit fucking lit up for that because I thought of that like later. I was like, oh, I wonder why they didn't do it for the Kenny thing. Like they know that's a thing. Yeah. But it, yeah, I guess it did, and I just didn't notice it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was cool. I'm trying to remember what was the. I think the first match that happened when we walked in was um. 
I, was that the the girls tag match? It was like Riho and um, Yuka Sakazaki. No, I looked it up. Um, or so was the, it the SCU and Dark yeah, Order the first. Dark Order. Versus okay, yeah, I, I couldn't remember which one happened first. Um, yeah, I walked in. It was fucking uh, Dark Order versus SCU. Whatever. Um, I don't like SCU. Uh, I know everybody else does. I don't. Um, I just I think their song is annoying. I think their promos are annoying. Um, I like Scorpio Sky. Uh, Frank Xarian's fine. Christopher yeah. Daniels is also fine. Uh, I prefer them as their uh, their own tag team thing. Like I think all three of them all wrestle well together in their own way. But I'm like uh, I'd just rather see Scorpio Sky be Scorpio Sky. And like be cool on his own. Like I just I just don't care about SCU as an outfit. I think all their fucking catchphrases are dumb. <laughs> I think <laughs> I just don't like SCU. This is not my uh not my team. Uh and then I also don't give a fuck about Dark Order. So uh <laughs> I I didn't really have any investment in this match, but it was the first thing I saw when I walked in, so I looked at it. Yeah. Um... And uh, it was good. I it wasn't bad definitely. It was uh, it was a fun match. They've been teasing that Christopher Daniels might be like the leader of the Dark Order or whatever. And yeah. uh that was fun like at the end of the match fucking uh Christopher Daniels like uh, a dude in a big like black robe comes out and shit and then he takes it off and it's Christopher Daniels but then it was a trick on a trick and he was using that to get close and then he jumps in the ring and attacks the Dark Order dudes. Uh, I don't remember if this was before or after Colt Cabana debuted, <laughs> but Colt Cabana debuted. Yeah. Uh, Colt Cabana showed up to save uh, the SCU guys from getting beat up by all the Dark Order goons. And, uh, yeah, that's fucking cool because Colt Cabana rules. Yeah, it was really cool because um, everyone went crazy. He got a huge pop. Yeah, it was a perfect place to do it in Chicago. Yeah, the crowd went crazy. Yeah. Everyone was going nuts. Yeah. It came in hot. Yep. Yeah. Everybody loves Colt Cabana. And um yeah, and Tony Khan uh, and uh Tony confirmed that um Coco Bana signed now and he's been working backstage and he's gonna uh do more commentary work and do more wrestling there later. But yeah, he signed there and he's able to work in different promotions too, he said. Yeah. So he has a Indies. contract like a lot of people have. Yep, yep. Yeah, that's cool. I'm uh I'm happy to see Colt there. I enjoy Colt as a personality and as a wrestler. I enjoy like his matches because they're different. I, I like his yeah, uh, comedy thing. But then he's just also solid. Like everything he does looks good. Mm-hmm. He's he's good at striking. All of his fucking. I, I like his move set. I like the elbows. I like everything he does. Uh, I think he's a really good commentator. Uh, just just a really good asset to the company. Uh, yeah, like, I yeah. This is a hell of a signing. I think he's uh. If they let him wrestle a lot, I think he could be a star wrestling because he's such a good baby face. A hell of a baby face. Yeah, yeah really good. And like, yeah, I don't know. I think he'd be a star on there. Like, Yeah, no. Yeah. I think uh, I, I always enjoy Colt Cabana on any wrestling card just because a Colt Cabana match is going to be different. That's one thing that I... Um, I, like, I, I kind of don't care for it on like uh, takeovers and shit now is... All NXT matches are the same. Like they're work rate. Yeah. It's just they're just serious fucking athlete shit. You know what I'm saying? Like they're just fucking doing moves and going at it and shit. And um 
Yeah, I just uh, it just gets boring after a while. Yeah, just, yeah, it's, it's all it. the same. It's like because of, I've um, seen all these takeovers, and now you kind of get it. It's like you know what takeover matches are like, and you know that the first like fucking five ten minutes of any of them don't matter. Like, it just yeah. doesn't. And I, what I appreciate tonight is like fucking like pack and Orange Cassidy match. Like, it yeah. was a completely different type of match. Like, every match kind of has its own... Like, the fucking Cody MJF match has a totally different vibe than, like, all these other matches. Like, they put in effort to make the matches feel like they have variety and that they're not just all the same type of, like, oh, they're going to go out there and they're going to work their ass off match. work their ass off. Like, I don't fucking care. Oh, yeah, like, people have personalities. And, yeah, it's, I always enjoy that about Colt Cabana on any wrestling card. Is uh, he, he, He's got a great personality and he's got a great style of match. Uh, I love all of his dumb little funny ideas and just all of his spots he does. And big Cole Cabana fan, really like him. Yeah, really good baby face. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> he's gonna be great on TV. Yeah, I was. I, I'm, I'm excited to see like what he does on TV. Um, yeah, you know they put much commentary on the on that dark show that they're gonna have or the other yeah, hour. No. And the, yeah, like, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Like even then, great. Man, they have so many good commentators. Yeah, they have so many good. You know what's funny? Like they have like Golden Boy signed too. I'm pretty sure, and they don't even fucking use him for anything. Yeah, well, like, they're gonna use them before. Uh, yeah, yeah, Shivani got in there. Yeah, no, I, I remember, but I still, I'm just like, man, they have like just a team. Like they even use like Taz and shit on random shit. Like they have so many that they just have to cycle them around because like they're just a fucking pile of good commentators. Like, yeah. Um, which yeah, man, Taz is good. I I don't feel like I ever appreciated Taz as a commentator before. Like I knew I knew he did it, but like I didn't like that wasn't a thing I remembered him for. Right, and then yeah, I know people like talk about and they're like, oh, Taz is so good on SmackDown and whatever. Yeah, yeah, like, people I'm like, talk oh, about I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> I I probably wasn't watching at that time. Um, but yeah, man, he's really good. Like slipped right into the fucking role to the point where like it like i like just remembered randomly once i'm like oh fuck taz is here like yeah it was just so normal yeah natural. it just felt completely natural there was like no he, he didn't have to like figure it out or get into it he just immediately just yep it was like he was always there it just uh perfect fit like i they like cycle him and tony around sometimes on dynamite i'm pretty sure because yeah. like tony will be doing like in ring stuff or like interview shit like and then yeah, they'll just fill in his seat with Taz and not even say anything. And I'm like, there's like nothing missed. It just it, it's for certain things they do. Um, they put Taz in for the Jeff Cobb match, mm-hmm. and like it's just Jeff Cobb suplex machine. Fucking, yeah, it yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So like it's just random stuff. They're like, oh, we should put Taz in for this match. Jeff yeah. Cobb's here. So I'm like, that oh, sense. like that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just I haven't noticed like the pattern to because I I because don't I even notice do, he comes out. I just for a while think sometimes. they yeah they just do whatever they want. Yeah. Like, no, yeah, just, there's a pattern. Yeah, just probably. Think, yeah. Um. Yeah. Fucking. I don't have anything else to say about SCU and Dark Order match. Uh, oh, yeah. It just happened. That's cool. Cole Cabana showed up. Uh, yeah, that, nice, was the, uh, that was the best part. Nice vehicle for Cole Cabana to show up through. Um, Dark Order is better now. Like, Dark Order used to fucking suck, uh, but they kind of, uh, like, toned it down. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? They really pulled that shit back and kind of... Uh, I think they focused more on like what made it fun. Like they fucking they they've definitely reduced the whole gremlin aspect and shit. Like now they kind of do what they should have been doing, where they'll just 
when it's time for them to jump dudes, then all these little dudes show up and they kind of jump on the dudes with them and shit. Like they just before it was like just all these fucking guys the, hanging out, the creepers, and, yeah, little and creepers, and, and, yeah, all that dumb shit. And and, yeah, now they're just kind of dudes. And they just they, they stand around. They they don't really get in the way. They're not intrusive. But then when it's time to fucking be in the way, they all get in the way. And they'll jump on dudes, and uh, it's it's fun. They're, they, I feel like they're serving the purpose they're meant to fulfill now, and um, they're also still like staying heavily as a part of the show, just because there's always the little dark order, like join dark order things popping up like all the time throughout yeah. the show. So it's not even like they back down on the idea; like they just kind of dialed it back. Like, oh, okay, we'll we'll slow it down a little bit. But it's still all over the show. Like, the Dark Order's not going away. We're, we're not getting rid of it just because everybody said it sucks and they don't like it. No, we're just going to change it a little bit. But it's still, at its core, the same idea. They just are executing it differently. Yeah, no, it's just, I'm still, I'm sure they're still kind of going with the same plan because they're just waiting for, um, for the leader to show up. Yeah. And so, like... I'm like, oh, well, that's cool. Like, that makes sense. Like, they're not trying to do anything big because they don't even know what they're doing because they don't have they're like their leader with them. Yeah, they're waiting for that dude to show up. So they're just they're just standing around and yeah, like no. trying to recruit people. And yeah. I'm like, okay, they're like a little like secret. That's how they should have been. They should have like like pushed them so hard in the beginning because mm-hmm. like we all know who these guys are and. Yeah, they weren't like explained at all. They're just kind of pushed, like, oh, these guys are bad guys. Yeah, I would always think it was funny. Like, they would kind of push this thing, like, man, the Dark Order, they're so mysterious, and how can- we can't tell who's like the leader. And I thought that was really funny because one of the dudes is literally named like Evil Uno. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I was like, to me, clearly he's like the leader. At least it like the general, you know what I mean? Like he fucking orders everyone around. He's the one who sits down on all the dudes when they fucking do the. And the other guy is named Stu Grayson. <laughs> like, who the fuck do you think is the leader? <laughs> Evil Uno, the big dude in the mask who keeps waving everyone to do everything, or Stu Grayson, shirtless man in beard. <laughs> like that's it. That's it. He just has a beard. And is a guy named Stu Grayson. (laughs) I don't think that's the leader of the Dark Order. No. So maybe they did change their plans then. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know. I I don't even think it's necessarily like a change of plans as much as just they changed the way they were handling Because I wonder if they were supposed to be like a cult before. They were because the Join Dark Order stuff started pretty early on. Like, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that was pretty early on. I because I want to see the website was up within like the third week or something of the show. Like the joindarkorder dot com. Like that was super early on. Yeah. Um. So I, it's always kind of been this. I think the leader thing. Maybe I don't even know if that was a plan or not. Okay. Yeah. The, yeah. Whether or not it was, I don't even think really matters. Like. Yeah. Because I, I don't know. I think that ultimately whoever their leader is won't even really matter that much. Um, Well, it has to be a star yeah. to make them more interesting. Yeah. I'm like. So, like, yeah, it's going to it'll change the direction. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I don't even know who I'd want it to be. Like, yeah. 
Because I, um, I don't even hate the Dark Order now. Like, I like them. They're fine now. Um, they're kind of in their spot they should be. I guess they do push them less, definitely. Because, I mean, they, fucking, they were beating up main eventers at the end of 2019. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot that was how 2019 ended. They fucking beat up all the main eventers and all the baby faces. And then after that, everybody got mad. And then they were off TV for, like, a week. <laughs> and when they came back, they chilled the fuck out on that Dark Order shit. <laughs> yeah, they, um... Oh, well, they started putting them on AEW Dark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, they had Which, yeah, they're fine on Dark. Yeah. I enjoy them on Dark. That's what they did today. <laughs> They were in a dark match. Mm-hmm. They had no presence on the main show. Um, after after that match, this was also a dark match. It was Yuka Sakazaki and uh, Riho against Britt Baker. I know. I was just upset. Oh, <laughs> I was sighing before I had to say Britt Baker. <laughs> <sighs> Britt Baker and um. Fuck, now I did forget the other girl. I know, I forgot the other girl. I was going to ask you who it was after I said Britt Baker. Uh, I was going to say, who's the other fuck, girl? Fuck, who was the girl that teamed with Britt Baker? Um, it has to be a heel. I forgot. Oh my god, I really can't. I can't even think of it like at all. Who the fuck? It's Dude. not. It's, I looked up the card and it's not on there. Oh yeah, cause that was well, yeah, that was dark. Fuck. Yeah. Um. Oh my god, this. I feel so dumb for not knowing. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> I just. <laughs> I feel weird just forgetting an entire girl from the match. But I really can't th- like I can't think of even who is another girl, like who would be in that spot. Yeah, like I, yeah, I don't know. Like Britt Baker doesn't have any friends. No. Let me let's look at the AEW women's roster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's not that many of them. I I'm I'm sorry for <laughs> this audio content. <laughs> <laughs> of us being like who the fuck is it but it's really bothering me that i can't remember who the fuck was in that match like penelope ford penelope ford Jesus fucking christ that was penelope it. ford well yeah no shit i couldn't remember <laughs> she did some cool stuff. Penelope Ford just stands around behind Kip Sabian. I fucking never think about her. She does flips. Yeah, and she was fine, yeah, but I never fucking think about her. Cool stuff. Kip Sabian's not even on TV. Kip like, Sabian how the fuck sucks. is Penelope Ford gonna be on TV when Kip Sabian's not even on TV? Like, they're both on dark sometimes. Yeah. Um. Fuck, man, that took forever. That was awful. That felt like a fucking full 10 years of us sitting here trying to remember fucking Penelope Ford. <laughs> I don't even have anything to say. I couldn't tell you one thing she did in the match. Not one thing. I can't tell you anything any of them did, really. <laughs> I know Riho and fucking you did a bunch of running around and flipping around and shit. Oh, she did some stuff to Kip Sabian. I was like, someone hit Kip Sabian. Yeah, yeah, they hit Kip Sabian and shit, and who fucking cares? Yeah. Um. um. <clears throat> It was fine. It was yeah, no, it wasn't match. even a bad it was, match. It was a good uh, match. Yeah, there, there was yeah. nothing wrong with it. I just, I don't, I, when Penelope Ford came out, I was like, who the fuck? And then I was like, why? 
I was just, I, like it, I was just confused. Like, why is she even here? Just Who idea. the f- Yeah, I know. It was just. I was just like, fucking. Why Penelope Ford? I never think about Penelope Ford. Like, who the fuck is Penelope Ford? Um, <laughs> and then yeah, Britt Baker came out, and I was just fucking. I hate Britt Baker, so I was like, boo! I hate you, Britt Baker. I fucking dentist piece of garbage. Um. Um, Riho's over. She got the she got the biggest pop all of all. Yeah, no, Riho's fuck it. Everybody loves Riho. It's just that she couldn't be around all the time because she lives in Japan. Yeah. Um. But yeah. But yeah, Riho's cool. Yuka Sakazaki's also really cool. She's really fun. I like all of her little poses and shit. Um. Yeah. And I just like the way she wrestles. Uh, I like I like the way she runs around. I like her outfit. I like her whole thing. Uh, I'm a big fan of Yuka Sakazaki. I hope that they do more stuff with her. Yeah, uh, her gimmick. She looks good. Yeah, I, lo- I love the magical girl thing. Uh, I love her theme. I love the I, 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 and she just comes out fucking <laughs> running around and going all crazy and doing poses and shit. Uh, yeah, that shit is dope. <laughs> God, I hate Britt Baker. <laughs> I hate Britt Baker so much. I know I'm supposed to now because she's a bad guy now or whatever. But I didn't like Britt Baker before she became evil. And now that she's evil, I just hate her even more. I just, I'm just so I just don't want Britt Baker on my TV. I hate Britt Baker. I hate Britt Baker. I hate Britt Baker. Baker. She sucks. She sucks. She's so bad. Yeah. I I don't even remember who won. I assume Britt Baker Baker got the pin. Oh yeah, never mind. Because I remember being really upset. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I remember being really sad that Britt Baker won. Uh. Because yeah, we kept making fun of it. When Burt Baker kicked out of something, we were like, Burt Baker's never kicked out of anything before. Yeah, Burt Baker's never kicked out of any move or ever won a match. Burt Baker never wins or kicks out of anything. But today she did both. I enjoyed it because it was just so blatantly a lie. But in my brain, I was like, I can't think of a time she did either one. (laughs) Like, like I know we're lying. But to me, it doesn't feel like it. Because I can't tell you a time she kicked out or won anything. It feels like telling the truth to me. felt like it when you said it i was like i feel like he's not lying but i know we're lying like which is some of the best lies is when you know they're not true but you can't prove it (laughs) there's no way for me to technically prove Britt baker's ever won a match or done anything not in my memory (laughs) so then after that the main show started uh jake hager versus dustin rhodes I love Gold Dust. <laughs> God, I love Gold Dust. Gold, old ass man, Gold Dust is the shit. I love his fucking rip off Green Day theme. Yeah, it was a lot cooler when it was like sounding more like a rip off. But... Yeah, no. It, originally, his theme was just the guitar, and it was a very blatant fucking. Uh, uh, what song is that? Whatever Green Day song. Yeah. Do it. That's basically Goldust theme. Like change like two of those chords, it's fucking Goldust theme. Uh it was a very blatant ripoff, but now they've added in a bunch of like strings and stuff to to disguise it from being uh the Green Day song and make it more, sound more gold dusty. Yeah, this, it's it's it sounds, better. It sounds gold dusty. The, you know, it's technically it's a better theme. It definitely sounds more gold dusty and it even tricks me now sometimes and I forget that it's the green but then like I'll hear the guitar and be like, "Ah, oh, it's still the Green Day song." Yeah. <laughs> uh, the guitar comes back which in. which rules. But uh I I miss when <laughs> fucking they just start playing the Green Day riff and I'd be like, "Oh, old man gold dust is here." <laughs> Um, yeah, that, that match was fun. Uh, talking Jack Swagger's 
still Jack Swagger. <laughs> I don't know. He was fine, I guess. He was fine. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, it was his first match wrestling. Yeah, back. it was his um, first um, match at all. I don't even think he's been in a tag match. Yeah, no, he hasn't. Yeah, it was his yeah first he match. hasn't wrestled at all. He's just been standing yeah. around looking big. Uh, which I mean, fucking, he's not even that much bigger than Goldust. Goldust is big. <laughs> I've noticed that during the. Uh, I, I'm gonna jump ahead for a second, then I'm gonna jump back. During the Cody and MJF match, like when like Cody was like staring down Wardlow at one point, I was like, Wardlow's like barely bigger than Cody, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. I, I saw Wardlow that too. is not that big, or Cody is a fucking giant. I don't know which. <laughs> and MJF is uh. Well, normal size. He's, he's like, like, he's like slightly five, he's like five shorter. Seven or five eight. Yeah. No, he's short. He's like yeah. Yeah, but he doesn't look that small. He looks big. Well, he's like, jacked. I but know. Standing next to Warlow and standing next to six foot people. Yeah, no, it's. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just thought it was funny. Wardlow's whole thing is he's supposed to be like really big, and then Cody Rhodes just standing there. I was like, fucking Cody, damn near look bigger than him, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Cody out here looking ripped. <laughs> um. Yeah, it was a cool match. I don't remember that much of it. Um, I, I remember them both like hitting each other in the nuts, or at least trying to, because that's Jack Swagger's like whole thing is that every MMA fight, or, or at least his last one, <laughs> like it's every MMA fight, um, I just impose the nut shots onto all of his fights. Yeah, no, he I think did. he's had like three. Like I don't even think he's had a lot. Yeah, no, he does that spot a bunch. Um, when Jake Hager first came out, he went to the first row and kissed his wife. Uh, <laughs> that was a thing that just happened. Yeah, yeah. I don't uh, even really they, know why that happened. Yeah, they don't show. Yeah, they don't show his wife. They never show his wife before at all. I'm yeah, no, I didn't even know he had a wife. And then yeah, so goes there, kisses her, and then the reason I bring it up is because it happens throughout the match, where like. They keep showing her, and he keeps going over there. And then um, at one point, Dustin goes over there and just starts kissing her. Yeah, Goldust just goes over and just starts kissing Jack Swagger's wife, and everybody fucking loses it. For he, he thinks he's in the 90s still. Uh, yeah, no, it was some very 90s shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, it was very like, whoa. <laughs> whoa What's he doing? Whoa, Goldust, go, go get Goldust But the fucking here. crowd went nuts. Everybody fucking loved it. Like, yeah, fuck his wife, Goldust. <laughs> and then I was feeling the same. I was, like, I was feeling yeah, the same. Yeah, why, why? Fuck, fuck Jack Swagger. <laughs> fuck his wife, Goldust. Like, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Yeah, very 90s of us. It really took us back. Yeah, no, it really took me back to the 90s for a second there because I was just like, oh, man, Goldust just sexually assaulted that woman. And then I was like, wait a minute. That's Jack Swagger's wife. Fuck her, Goldust. <laughs> like, like, I remember it all. That's the bad guy's wife. Get her, champ. <laughs> God, Goldust rules. And that was funny. Yeah, fucking he does. And like all fucking his face paint rubs off all over her face. So then he yeah. just fucking got red face paint all over and shit. And uh, and then I, I honestly don't even remember what happens like right after that. Like, um, I thought that he I thought Jake here won with the ankle lock. But it's like, oh, um, he delivered a low blow behind the ref's back. Found a lock up and then a triangle hole, a triangle choke. Oh, yeah. I couldn't remember the finish either. I just knew that Jack Swagger won. Yeah. They uh, they played like a the Jack Swagger has his own theme song. It's like this shitty rap song. <laughs> yeah. Which I believe says his name like Jake Hager or whatever. Like That's funny. Yeah, I don't remember it. I I feel like the only words I could understand in it were I, I was like I know they just said Jake Hager. 
Like, I know they said his name. Um, yeah. I don't know. Sounded bad. AEW's music is weird. Because, like, half the songs I, like, really like. Yeah, there's and, some really good songs. And then the other half of the songs I think are, like, terrible. Yeah, like, like, this song sucks. How can they like this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's some people's songs I'm just like, man, that's fucking awful. And other people's songs I'm like, man, that's a good song. Like, that's, it fits. It's it's good. It's great. I like. I really like John Monty's theme, and I don't know why. There's just something about it. Just I feel like it's just the the fact that its groove is just <laughs> like that's really the base of it is that, and it's just it sounds like how a fucking large person would walk in a video game. Yeah, <laughs> like, like it's just very, it just sounds like a fit. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it just fits. Like it, I just love it. Whenever I hear it, I'm just like happy. I'm just like, oh, cool. Dino's here. Dino's <laughs> here. Um. So after that, the next match was Darby Allen versus Sammy. Oh man, Guevara. And yeah, speaking of songs that fit people, Darby Allen's Darby song badass song rules. and yep. it fits him. Hey, Sammy Guevara's song fits him too. Yeah, the he's fucking cool. like rap song or whatever. Like, yeah, no, it fits for him too. He's like the only person with a rap theme on the show where I feel like, yeah, this makes sense. Yeah, like, well, no, Proud and Powerful is fine too. Yeah. Um. Proud and Powerful song is good, but it's also like it feels like it's a fucking five second loop. Of just, if I wasn't proud, then I wouldn't be powerful. If I wasn't proud, and it feels like yeah, it's that, just that forever. The Lucha Bros song has the same problem where it feels like it's just Lucha Bros, Mexican, Zero Metal. That like, it feels like it's just that over and over for a hundred years. Yep. Um, <laughs> so yeah, all those songs they sound kind of cool, but then like you listen to the words, the words like suck. And, yeah, and like, then, then you realize that it's like, just oh, like six the, words over and yeah, over. Yeah, it's the like, same words over and over, and it's kind of dumb. Um, <laughs> I don't think I like Cody's theme, but like it's Cody's theme, so I like it. You know what I mean? Like, no, I don't. I like Cody's theme. I don't like. I don't <laughs> like it. I think it's a dumb song, yeah. but. I like okay. I'm like it's fine for him. Like Yeah, it fits him. Yeah, I'm like it's fine for him, but I don't like the song. But I'm like, it's fine. Like when I hear it, like I'm not upset. I but I don't I don't like the song. Like I like I wouldn't ever want to hear it if Cody's not coming out. If, <laughs> yeah, you know you what I mean? Like I don't want to ever hear it, but when I hear it, I'm like, Oh cool, Cody's here. Like I'm not upset because Cody's here, but I don't like the song. Yeah. I don't know. I like the song. Gets me hyped up for Cody to come out. <laughs> so like maybe it's just like I'm never gonna listen to the song like yeah. in my car. But like yeah, I, like I don't it. like the song. Uh, yeah, fucking. Uh, uh, I'm jumping ahead. Uh, who else's song? Oh, I, I when I first heard Kenny's song, I didn't like it, and now I kind of do. Yeah, no, I like it. Yeah, I, I like Kenny's song now. Uh, I think it's just because it sounds like video games. Uh, and it's just fucking guitar music, and it's fun. The singing is fine, I guess. Um, it's cool. It's good. I like uh, Adam Page's song, the the fucking blatant ripoff of Ecstasy of Gold or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't give a fuck. That shit slaps. <laughs> um, yeah, that song's badass. Yeah, that shit's cool. Um, I like it. Fucking what match were we talking about? Oh, Darby Allen Darby and Sammy Guevara. Sammy. Yeah. Uh yeah, that shit rules. Darby Allen fucking kicks ass. Yeah, really cool match. Yeah, everything he does is so cool. He comes out at the start and he just fucking immediately sprints and does a fucking like brutal suicide dive. He don't even take his jacket off or nothing. Like 
Yeah, and it was so fast. It was cool. Yeah. That's the best part of watching Darby Allen too, is like he just moves quick. It's, yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a Darby Allen match. He's gonna move quick, he's gonna run around, like, oh shit, this is cool. Yeah, Darby Allen moves super fast. When you see him like live, it's even scarier. <laughs> Cause like you don't like you're, you're not getting tricked by like, oh, he came running in from like off camera, so like it seems fast. No, he's faster in real life. <laughs> like, you just like, watch him run around the entire time. Like, like, however fast he looks on TV, he's he's faster in real life. I promise you. If you <laughs> saw him in real life, you'd be fucking blown away at how quick he moves around. Like that shit is cool. Uh, God, I love the way he wrestles. I love everything about Darby Allen. I love the fucking. I love the look. I love the gear with the stupid little jean shorts. I love the fucking skateboard. I love the song. I love the gimmick. I love his little promo videos. I love his little vignettes. Uh, love it. I love Darby Allen. And yeah. Sammy Guevara is also fine. Uh, I didn't think I would enjoy him as much as I do. But, man, Jericho really fucking lifted that dude when he called him a Spanish god. Yeah. No, like, yeah. like, with fucking, like, Five words, Jericho made that dude a star. Yeah, gave him his character. He Jericho yeah. gave him his personality. Yeah, before that, Sammy Guevara was just like a dude. And then he said that, and it was like, oh, okay, I get it. Like, it was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's what he is. And then he steered into it, and that's what he is. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, yeah, no, this makes sense. Which I think is funny because his character is supposed to be that he's like YouTube vlogger. That's what he's supposed to be, but that shit's fucking lame. Yeah. And so but, yeah, they no, kind of like downplay the... that and upplayed the, no, he's fucking he's a sexy young Spanish boy. Yeah, and, and like he's douchey and just thinks yeah, he's a Spanish they, guy. They, they played that up and they played because he still does the thing where he pulls out his phone. Like he still does that shit. He's yeah. still the YouTube vlogger, but they just it's Don't not talk about it. It's not his whole thing anymore. That was supposed to be his whole thing, but the like right after Jericho called him that, it's like, oh no, you're the you're a Spanish god now. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is way better. <laughs> That's fucking light years better, and uh, it is. And, like, I wasn't, like, super down on him as, like, the YouTube vlogger. Like, I think there's a place for that. You know what I mean? Like, today, like, definitely a spot for that. But I honestly think it's something he should do more as a babyface because fucking kids love YouTube vloggers. And, uh, yeah, I think if they're going to, like, capitalize on him being, like, a vlogger character or whatever, fucking make him a babyface. Fucking have kids fucking love him, dude. Kids will fucking uh, kids. Uh, number one job kids want to be these days is a YouTuber. <laughs> like fucking, they want to be him. <laughs> yeah, no, I could see um, I could see um, becoming a babyface and still doing the same gimmick he did before, where he just yeah, YouTube yeah. blogger. Which yeah, I I see it the other way too. Like I totally get how it's like yeah, it's super douchey and shit. Yeah. Um, and it it works both ways. I just think it'd be more interesting to go the babyface way, just because I'm like that'll work for kids. I think. Yeah, like fucking young people fine. are gonna be, be way into that if he's like, oh yeah, he's a fucking YouTuber dude and he's cool and people like him. Um, I think it'd be an interesting way to do it because I just feel like me like vlo- YouTube vlogger villain is like too easy to me. It's too indie to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's like cheap heat almost. Um, yeah, man, that match fucking rules. Uh, both of them wrestle really good. They're just pretty small real fast fucking just do whatever the fuck they want fucking at one point sammy hits like a fucking like 630 
through a table on the outside. Like, yeah, it was on the outside, and all this it happened before the match started. Yeah, yeah, there was. So they were like, yeah, on the outside fighting. Yeah, they did. Yeah, because the fucking thing in the beginning where Darby runs at him and just tackles him outside the ring or whatever. Uh, yeah, the match doesn't officially start for like five minutes or something like that like they're just beating the fuck up out of each other until eventually they both end up in the ring and the ref's like okay start this shit um which i thought was fun because then it kind of like scares you for a second when fucking sammy like immediately does a move and you're like oh shit are they gonna have darby lose in like five seconds now because all that shit happened before that and then darby kicks out and you're like oh fuck yeah darby allen you tough son of a bitch yeah and uh man yeah, yeah i fucking god i love watching darby wrestle it's like this goes back to the WWE thing. I can be excited to watch Darby Allen wrestle. I can safely be like, man, can't wait to see who Darby Allen fights on Dynamite. Like, you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna you're, like, you're gonna, match. you're gonna like it, and like, he's not gonna get screwed. And if he does, it's gonna build to something, and it's not just gonna be like, ah, we had this guy fuck him, and then they're never gonna interact again. That's what happened in WWE. Like, a guy would come out, and he'd fuck Darby Allen, <laughs> and then, like, that'd be it. They'd never interact. Or, like, Darby Allen would just lose to him six times, and then that'd be it. And then, like, Darby Allen would, like, go off TV for fucking eight months. Uh, don't gotta worry about that, because fucking Darby Allen's a star. And they're like, yeah, Darby Allen's a star. Let him be a star. Fucking let him go out there and do his shit. Man, it's great. I uh, I, I love that I can be invested it makes me excited. I like that they tell me like Darby Allen's gonna wrestle this guy, and I can be like, "Fuck yeah, that's gonna be fun!" Right? Uh, and yeah. WWE took that from me. They could literally tell me like Kevin Owens is gonna wrestle your other favorite wrestler. This <laughs> is just eventually because like because they all wrestle the same. There, they don't have uh, they don't have personalities. Uh, yeah. No one's different. They're all they all got the formula. They yeah. have to wrestle the same match. Yep. That's, but see, that's why not I like, the case yeah. in AEW. People get to be themselves. They it's not the case like most places. Yeah, you watch any like wrestling show, you're gonna see like oh, like not every single match the same. Like unless you're watching like a, l- a lucha show where every match is gonna be the same. It's all lucha. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> all lucha. <laughs> But besides that, like, there's going to be a comedy match in that probably, too. Like, they're going to make, yeah. But, um, yeah, every match is, is the same formula. Same kind of show. So happy that Darby Allen's not in WWE. <laughs> Darby Allen's, like, one of the main people where I think about that a lot with him. It's just, man, I'm so glad he's not there and that I can care. Like, fuck, that rules. But, um, yeah, match was good. It wasn't too long. Darby ends up hitting a coffin drop and winning. Yeah, nope. Clean yeah. win. Fucking. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, fun match. Uh, a lot of good, like, false finishes and shit in it. Uh, partially just because I was like, I don't even think I know what Sammy's finish is. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't really know what he'll finish this match with. Um, well, because he uses the 630 as a finish. Does he? Yeah, and then he does another one too that I forgot what it is. Yeah, I was like, I assumed it was like he probably does the six thirty, but I was like, I don't, I don't fucking know. Maybe he's got another move. I felt the same way about the Jack Swagger match because I was like, I have no fucking idea what Jack Swagger's finishing. So I don't know when this match is end. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what he's gonna do. Um, uh, after that was the tag match. Oh my god, that match was insane. That might have. <laughs> That might have been the best match I've ever seen live. <laughs> yeah, probably. Like, that might have been it. The only other, like, maybe, like, fucking 
from the first like all in maybe something was better like i'm thinking like maybe okada and marty just because okada's the man yeah i remember that match i remember it was super long but it was really good yeah, it was really good. Um, um, but I don't even remember that was the best match on the show because, I, I don't know, it was so long ago, I don't remember. I feel like the Cody match was, like, the best match on yeah, the, the show. Yeah, the Cody match was the best match on the show that night. So, yeah, um, this is probably the best match you've ever seen, though. Um, it was I don't know, it was really cool. I don't yeah. everything about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, a lot of emotion. It was Things fucking, got heated. I, I, don't, I don't even think we said who was in it. It's fucking... Uh, Kenny Omega and Adam Page, they're a tag team now, and they're the champions. They're going against the Young Bucks. And, yeah, there was a whole bunch of drama leading up to it because they've been doing the whole thing with Adam Page where, like, he's drinking a lot, and they keep, like, teasing that fucking he's going to turn on everybody because he clearly, like, doesn't trust all of them, and it's, like, all this this whole weird thing. Um, I don't really know what they're going to do with that because it seems like they're clearly still leaning him towards being a heel but everybody fucking loves adam page right now yeah he's one of the biggest baby faces he was the most overdue in that match like fucking everybody eats up everything he does even literally he spat in fucking matt's face and everybody cheered for him and (laughs) enchanted cowboy spit (laughs) like they fucking love everything he does the young bucks kept getting booed and shit over and over which like i thought was gonna like i thought they were supposed to be but it's like clearly they're still teasing that adam's gonna turn and i thought they were gonna drop that tonight i thought they were just gonna turn the young bucks and kind of fucking steer the other way because i'm like you can't turn adam page heel everybody fucking loves him like well, yeah i don't think they're gonna turn him heel just i think that's why they kept him champions like i don't know i don't think they're gonna go into young bucks again or maybe they will actually yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. That's what I'm. Th- going I, yeah, now though. I'm like, I don't know what they're doing now because he didn't turn and they kept the belts. Yeah, and nobody turned because that's why. Like, I like, like they kept the belts. Like, I don't see him turning. Yeah, so I don't know what the plan is. But I mean, they did the whole thing at the end where he he was gonna fucking lariat Kenny and then he doesn't. Like, yeah, they're clearly still doing it, but um, I'm like, yeah, they're disagreements during the match too yeah um yeah um kenny was trying to have a nice nice uh friendly friend, sporting friendly exhibition, exhibition bout, match. You know yeah yeah Ken, yeah like uh adam page would go to do some like savage shit and kenny would like kind of pull him back and try to stop him from like really hurting them and shit and uh yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it, it had a lot of good like shit like that where it's like in between moves. They're still kind of uh, telling you a little, you know, telling you a little story. Yeah, that uh, was really cool wrestling shit. Uh, yeah, really good match. Fucking everybody shined in it. Like, at literally every person individually at multiple points did like really cool shit. Where it was like, damn, like you can do all that. Like, <laughs> you can do all that. <laughs> like, yeah, no, they were fucking really pulling some shit out where I was like, man, every one of these people is like doing some shit or it's like, man, I wouldn't even think you like do that. Like, yeah, it was, um, uh, really good. I really liked, uh, the finish. I love that. They put over Adam page, like super strong, like fuck it. He beats both the young bucks. <laughs> he beats both. <laughs> like, oh. like, Fuck it. He does it. Like, he basically beat him alone at the end. You know what I mean? Like, he fucking takes out both of them, and Kenny's just standing there and just 
Like I, I, I really enjoyed that. I, I love how strong they made him. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, just how many times fucking Adam, like, man, they've done so good with Adam Page, like making him like a fucking star right now. And that's why I'm like, that's why I'm feeling. Like I said he. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to turn him heel, but I'm like, this whole thing started because they clearly were trying to turn him heel, and that like that it's just like, there's, the way they are walking with him. Is a way that leads to him being heel, and every step so far has only made him hotter. Yeah. But the end game of where they're like their destination is he's a bad guy, but every step makes him cooler. <laughs> and like, I don't know. Maybe they just know better. Like you know, maybe they know how they're gonna make him. I don't know. I don't know what he's gonna do. He could right. turn if he turns the right way on the right person. People hate him. Well, he's gotta turn on Kenny at some point, but. Yeah, I don't know when. Yeah, like, I I, like the, when's the big moment when he turns on Kenny and everyone hates him? Because I'm like, oh. Because, yeah, like, he can't just do it out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, it won't work. So people why, like, just I, think it's badass that he did it. He's so, going to be a babyface for a while. I see him hold on to the titles. At least until the next pay-per-view. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I was, like, surprised that they retained. Yeah, no, so I, was I. I, 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 didn't expect didn't expect them, I didn't expect them to retain either. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, they did it. Yeah, no, and fuck, yeah, it was a really exciting match. Uh, yeah, really good match. Fucking, yeah, Young Bucks are, were fucking on top of their game, like, fucking, yeah, that was, like, prime Young Bucks shit. They were, they were fucking out there working. And, um, yeah, Kenny and Adam Page, I really like them as a tag team, um, because I like them both individually a lot, and then together, they just kind of do all the stuff they do alone. But together, and they find ways to like combine the moves, and just yeah, it, it, it's cool. I like it a lot. Um, I really like their dynamic as a team. Uh, yeah, really good match. Probably, I'm pretty sure the best yeah, it was, match it was the I've ever seen. The best match, it was the best, best match. match of the night for sure. Yeah. Might have been the best match I've ever seen live, and I've seen some really good fucking matches live. I've <laughs> seen Kenny wrestle live multiple times. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, I've seen Young Bucks wrestle live multiple times. That was the thing I was going to say. In big I, matches. I've been to like a bunch of AEW pay-per-views, and I could think of the last all-out, the Lucha Bros versus the Young Bucks in the ladder match. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, it was insane. It was the best ladder match I've ever seen, mm-hmm. and that's the match I was going to say, like, oh, I think that match was better than this match, but yeah, I don't know. This match is really good still. Like I feel like this match might have been better than that, <laughs> but, but that match is cheating because it's a ladder match. They had yeah, <laughs> they cheated. It, they cheated. They had ladders in the Young Bucks. Automatically had the star. <laughs> yeah, that's cheating. So I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, it doesn't matter either way. Fucking fantastic match. Like God, so good. Uh, After that well, was watch, Nyla Rose. When I watch Kenny Russell, just I'm just like I'm just so happy. It's just so nice to watch such a a good dude at wrestling. <laughs> dude. Just I love his moves. I love the I love the way he does everything. I love all of his little faces. I love when Kenny goes into overdrive mode and he just starts doing everything really fast. That was like one of the first things I fell in love with about Kenny when I was watching him and like when he was a fucking junior in Japan. Um I remember telling people about him like Dude, you have never seen anybody move like how Kenny moves in the last like three minutes of a match. <laughs> like, when the match is down to the last couple minutes, Kenny fucking goes into overdrive. Also, we were like the fucking last couple minutes of a match, Kenny Omega is my favorite wrestler. <laughs> like, that dude is different. 
<laughs> like he makes a face and you can tell he's about to go crazy and then he just does so much stuff so fast like yeah his facial expressions are crazy he gets that crazy look in his eyes yeah he gets the crazy look in his eyes and he starts fucking yeah i i love all that shit um yeah that shit ruled next match did not rule next match was uh chris statlander against nyla rose for the women's championship um I didn't have high expectations for this match anyway because I like Nyla Rose, but uh, she's not super good, uh, and I didn't. I, I I never thought Chris Statlander was very good, uh, so I was like, I don't think Nyla Rose can carry Chris Statlander to a really good match, and I don't think they're gonna have like lights out chemistry or anything that's just gonna make them have a really good match. Yeah, on on chance. Uh, they didn't. Uh, yeah, it was the weakest match of the night. Uh, people in the crowd weren't feeling. Chris Statlander was just fucking everything up. Like, they both were though. They didn't have any chemistry at all. Yeah, no, no chemistry at all. Nothing looked smooth. It, everything was just it. A lot of shit just looked like they're wrestling underwater, just so slow, and they can't fucking get their bodies in the right position and. Fucking Chris Statlander, she, like she fucks up a kip up and like tries to roll out of it and recover, and it, it was funny too because everybody kind of let her get away with it. Like, yeah, like she she tried to do the kip up, she fucked up, and then she just kind of rolls backward and like comes up on her feet and just stands up and walks up and like tries to like no sell that she fucked up, <laughs> and you, everybody in the crowd kind of went, eh, yeah, <laughs> like, uh, like, all right, whatever. Yeah, it was like it was an audible fucking ten thousand people going. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, we'll give it to you. Yeah, you okay? You you got out of it. Whatever. Um, which was funny. I had never heard a crowd make that sound before. Yeah, I had never heard such like. Uh, all right. Yeah, you can have it. We won't boo you. We won't yell you fucked up. You're good. Go ahead. But yeah, I mean, the crowd was nice. Like they didn't start booing. No, nobody started yelling. Boring. Everybody was just kind of sitting around quietly talking about how, like, yeah, yeah, this match isn't that good. Yeah, this match isn't that good. And then it ended. And everybody was like, man, that match wasn't that good. <laughs> and then like that, that was it. Like, fuck, not a lot of booze and nothing. Nobody was just kind of like, oh, okay, cool. Now the rose retained. Whatever. Match got done. Match in the books. Yeah. Um. I mean, I'd, that's fine. They're yeah. both new. They both need someone to carry them. Like, yeah, no. It, I'm sorry. I like I like Chris Statlander. Um, she's had some good matches on TV, but she like I on TV you still saw that she like was still learning and mm-hmm. like yeah, still like still like wasn't um I don't know how to say what I'm looking for, but just like wasn't perfect with everything. See, I like Nyla Rose, but. Nyla Rose's whole thing basically is just that she's really big. Yeah, and Chris Statlander and Chris Statlander is like the same fucking size. <laughs> yeah, and so it was like she can't work off of like okay, the other girl's really small, so she just kind of throws her around and is bigger than her, and fucking like that's the dynamic of the match. Uh, they couldn't really do that. They were kind of like equal in strength, but it's like. They can't make Chris Statlander just stronger than Nyla Rose because she's fucking the native beast. She's supposed to be fucking, like, her whole thing is she's supposed to be huge. Chris Statlander's thing isn't that she's supposed to be big. She just is. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. she doesn't even really look like she's super big. But then you put her next to Nyla Rose and it's like, god damn, she's, like, bigger than her. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, 
So just the dynamic of the fucking like matchup itself just it, it I didn't think it was a recipe for success. And it wasn't. Uh yeah, that it wasn't a very hot match. It didn't feel like the crowd ever really got into it cuz it was just too much of them being slow and fucking up and everybody just kind of sitting there like uh, I mean the, the like I said the crowd was very like in WWE they wouldn't have got away with that shit. Motherfuckers have been booing, yelling boring, mm-hmm. you fucked uh, up. Yeah. Like, oh my god, it would have been a fucking disaster at a WWE show. Okay. AEW crowd was mad respectful. Just let him <laughs> let him finish. Yeah, right. And then fucking <laughs> oh yeah. Boo, you won, you suck. And let her let her leave. And uh moved on with the night. Um, what the fuck came after that? MJF versus Cody Rhodes. Yes, yes, yes. Um MJF and Cody Rhodes. That was good. Um, honestly, I expected better, but I don't even think I should have, because it's the three star general and MJF the one star <laughs> general. Like I'm like MJF's not very good at wrestling. Uh, he did good this show. No, he was fine. It was a good match. No, he does. He's not bad, but he's not very good. Yeah. Um. He's he's like Cody. He wrestles like Cody, where he just tries to wrestle with emotion. And, and yeah, so like I yeah, I was like that. I thought that would um carry it harder. Yeah, it's not, I didn't think the match was bad at all. I enjoyed the match. I just thought I was gonna really enjoy it. Like I thought I'd really really like the match. I thought it'd be a great match. Yeah, I I I, I guess I'd call it a great match. It was a great match. Um, they went with a different. A different route than I thought they were gonna go with that. Um, I didn't ex- expect um, Cody to just be his ass the entire time, and for um, MJF to start bleeding so soon. Oh yeah, and like yeah, so I think that's why the match like felt kind of weird was because Cody's a baby face, but mm-hmm. he was whooping ass the whole time, and we had fun watching because like oh yeah, this is no. badass, yeah, yeah fuck it, it was cool. But um, after that, like once MJF start getting like start getting heat, then got kind of boring, and then you're like sitting there and whatever. But then um, I think the future matches will be better because you're gonna want Cody to win more, and you're gonna be more invested into it and more emotion into it. But this is the first match, <clears throat> whatever. Um, one of my favorite parts of the match was um, because the the lead up to this match, uh, one of the stipulations MJF set forth for Cody uh, in order to get the match with him was that he had to be able to give him ten lashes on live TV. <laughs> so he whipped the shit out of him with a belt on live TV, uh, which I I think we talked about on here, uh, whenever week that happened, and uh, so they do like a callback to that in this match where fucking MJF takes off Cody's weight belt or whatever or. Uh, yeah, is it a, what the fuck is it, it called? It's, it's a lift belt. Yeah, it's a lifting belt. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, it's uh, for weightlifting. Um, and uh, he takes his belt off, and he's gonna hit him with it, and the ref stops him. Like, nah, can't hit him with the belt. And everybody cheers. Like, yeah, don't let him hit him with the fucking thing. Which was really funny because, like, when he picked it up, like, I heard people around him being like, I don't want to see this. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to watch him get whipped with the fucking belt again. Fast forward a couple minutes, <laughs> Cody gets the belt. <laughs> And immediately everybody's like, yeah, fucking hit him with it. <laughs> and then he hits him with it. Everybody's like, yeah. And then the ref comes over and tries to take the belt from Cody. And Cody, like, yells at the ref, like, 
No, I'm the fucking boss. I'm hitting him with this belt again. And the ref literally goes, and walks away, and everybody fucking goes nuts because the ref went, okay. And everybody's like, yeah, fucking hit him. And then Cody hits him again. I, I loved when fucking Cody bossed up on the ref. Like, no, I'm fucking hitting him again with this belt. And the ref literally went, hit him with the belt, I guess. Yeah, it was funny. Hey, you're the boss, I guess. Yeah, hit him if you want. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> um, yeah, she was good. Uh, I liked it. Uh, Brandy, Brandy Rhodes looking fine. Yeah, the, that was cool. Her coming out again with Cody. Mm-hmm. I missed her coming out with Cody. Yeah, no, I uh, I missed Brandy being normal. I I wasn't a fan of crazy weirdo witch brandy. Uh wasn't really feeling that. Love normal brandy, normal baby face brandy roads. Uh big fan of that brandy roads. So uh I was happy to see that. Arn Anderson's fun. Uh I like the one part when <laughs> Wardlow's walking towards him. I think it's Wardlow. And he, yeah. he starts getting ready like he's gonna do a spine buster, but then like Cody fucking runs and does a dive on Wardlow. Yeah, <laughs> Brandy is hi- hiding behind him. I love the so. fucking just the visual of old ass man Arn just getting in the stance like all right, I'm going to spine buster this big motherfucker. <laughs> when, when, this, when this motherfucker come at me, I'm going to spine buster him. <laughs> That's his go-to move. I loved it. So it was just being on the outside. Like, normally they're in the ring coming off the road. Like, there's, like, context for, yep, makes sense to get a spine buster right here. This man had a big man walking towards him and got in the, I'm a spine buster <laughs> Hitting a man with a spine buster out of walking speed. <laughs> he could do it. That shit is nuts. <laughs> oh, I really like that part. Yeah. Fucking. I'm trying to remember what else happened. It felt like. It felt like a long show. It was a long show. It was a long show. I mean, yeah, it was physically long. It felt long too. But I was also just like. I was already like, I feel like I was tired walking in. <laughs> like I feel like I didn't get untired from yesterday. <laughs> when I had to leave the house again today, I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> what do you mean two days in a row? I didn't want to do that shit. Um, what fu- was it fucking Pac and, uh, fucking Pac and uh, Orange Cassidy next? Yes. You didn't say the ending of that last match, though. I don't even remember oh yep 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 that, yeah it was fun um cody he he hits like fucking two crossroads in a row oh yeah everyone's excited yeah everybody's good. Like, he hits oh, a crossroad shit. and everybody's like another one he's like fucking yeah i'll do another one and he picks him up and he does another one and everybody's like yeah and then he picked him up again to do the third and i was like this is a mistake and then yeah, it was a mistake. He fuck, MJF fucking like reverses out of it, and then like immediately like spins around and pulls out. Of, he, I'm pretty sure he hit him with his ring. Yeah. Um, we couldn't really like see from you know in the crowd, but uh, the we knew that he pulled out an object because he like pulled out of his trunks earlier, and you saw that he did something like that, but he didn't get to use it. Uh, but I, I assumed it was the ring, and yeah, he turns around, punches Cody in the face at the ring. 
That's it. Clean. I also enjoyed that, like, when he goes on and pins him, the ref does the slowest three count in the world. Like, he's just begging for Cody to I kick out I thought he was going to kick out, too. He was so slow. <laughs> it was the slowest three count in the world. Like, the ref is like, <sighs> one. Come on, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> Two. Oh, son of a bitch, Cody. All right, I'm going Cody, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Three, son of a bitch, you didn't kick out. God damn it. Like, that ref was really holding it back and uh, did not work. Felt like a really sudden ending. It felt like everybody wasn't ready for it to end. Like, yeah. Because he just turns around, he punches him. And I, I feel like some people in the crowd, the dumber people probably didn't even realize he had a thing on his hand and were just confused. Like, he just turns around and punches him, and that's the finish. Mm-hmm. Um,. But it it was good. It was it was a fun it match. It was a good match. It was the first match of the feud. It and was good. Yeah, I knew Cody wasn't gonna win. I was like, they're not cashing out on their MJF heat yet. <laughs> like no. that shit's gonna build for a while. <laughs> like they they're definitely not cashing out on round one. <laughs> like for sure, that shit's going for some cycles. <laughs> um, but it was enjoyable. Yeah, it's a good match. Yeah. I liked it. Uh, I, I like watching. I, I love watching Cody wrestle live. Um, Cody's great live. I, I forgot to bring up the. Speaking of live, he, he had a for his entrance. He had a live band. The the band that plays his song. I think they're called Downstate. Um. Yeah. Yep. That was cool. They played him out. Um. That was neat. It was fine. I didn't realize that Downstate has two vocalists. Like, there's the dude who does the screams, and then the guy who sings. Because the, the guy who sings already kind of sounds like he has a screamery voice. And, like, the screams don't sound that different from how he sings. Yeah. <laughs> but turns out it's two completely separate guys. I wasn't even looking at them. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, no, like, the bass player or one of them does the screams. Because I only really even noticed it because his mic was way quieter. And so when the scream part would come up, it would get way quieter. And I looked down, I was like, oh, the guy's not singing. I was like, oh, do they just have it in the backing track? And then I noticed, like, oh, no. The fucking bassist is leaning forward into the mic <laughs> and screaming all the little scream parts, but his mic's not turned up all the way. Um, yeah, that was cute. <laughs> Cody loves his little crazy entrances. Um, yeah. I also love that for big matches, Cody just comes out with a fucking, like, he comes out with a billion people. Like, the whole so team was there. The whole team, everybody comes out in their jackets, and he's just hugging everybody and shit. Cody's entrance feels like <laughs> it takes two years because he's got to fucking slap hands with his whole army. It's cool. It feels, yeah, it no, feels like it feels like a, like a UFC yeah, fight. It, yeah, it's got a big fight. Feel. I, yeah, I'm not mm-hmm. complaining. Uh, I I I love it. Uh, I just think it's really funny. Fucking Cody comes out with a billion old dudes, and he's got to go around and hug each one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's got to take his jacket off, and then he's got to fucking. Hype up the crowd for fucking two minutes. <laughs> a Cody entrance is crazy. A big show Cody entrance is nuts. You don't even come out nothing. <laughs> like he just he just comes out in like fucking tights and a jacket. <laughs> fucking got an entrance. He comes out the floor. I think it's so funny that like the way their stage setup is is like the heels come out on the left side and baby faces come out on the right side, and then there's the middle stage. Which is literally only there for Cody to come out of the floor. <laughs> like, no one else uses that at all. <laughs> it's literally an entire middle section of the stage that just exists so that Cody can come out of the fucking floor. 
that's it was really noticeable to me today yeah. like when, I, when we were there live and i was just able to look at the stage it's like man that's like a whole little raised platform and everything right in the middle of the stage that is literally just for cody and yeah cody's the only person who ever steps foot on that thing because that's where he comes out <laughs> of the fucking ground um i thought that was funny during his entrance for a second they like showed him walking in the hallway yeah <laughs> which i thought was weird i was like are they gonna show him getting into his little platform thing and then they don't yeah, <laughs> and i was just like, like yeah, why'd was... they show him that <laughs> like, why yeah. even show me him in the hallway you know he's coming out the ground <laughs> Like, you know you can't show me the movie magic of him ducking down under the stage so he can pop up. I also enjoy that he was walking with Brandy and then he pops out of the ground alone. And then Brandy comes out. Like, hang on, honey. I gotta go to the floor box. You know that well. You, catch up with you, you know what I'm doing. See you out there on the stage, though. <laughs> Oh man, Cody rules. Cody is so fucking cool. I always liked Cody. I, I loved him when he was fucking Stardust and all the dumb shit that sucked. Right, yeah. But I couldn't have ever imagined how much I like Cody now. Because when he first left WWE, I thought he was fine. Like I liked Cody Rhodes, but he was whatever. Like yeah, I was I was give or take on him. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought that if you fucking if he opened his whole own fucking promotion that he'd be the biggest baby face in the company. And I'd agree. <laughs> wouldn't have expected that i would have thought i'd be like no i like kenny no <laughs> like, no, like no fuck it cody's the man <laughs> like yeah no cody's badass um uh, it's crazy yeah once they did all in and he had that match against um nick nick aldis nick aldis yep um yeah once he had that match against nick aldis i changed everything he yeah superstar yep fucking that shit ruled cody rules yep um Sorry, I jumped back. We started talking about uh, Pac and uh, Orange Cassidy for a second. Uh, actually, no, I think that was on purpose. I don't know. I'm tired now. Yeah. Um, Pac and Orange Cassidy was really good. Uh, I really liked both of them. I like that Pac um, kind of wrestled. Like he he has this thing where he it feels like he never backs down from how he is but he also somehow just integrates with however anybody else is wrestling yeah like it didn't feel unnatural for a pack match like him fucking doing all the weird shit because he's just kind of a dickhead and it just felt natural like it, it was a really good feeling match and there it, it felt like they had really good chemistry uh <laughs> just the matchup itself was really strong just the idea of it and then yeah in execution it worked out really good like that and fucking yeah orange cassidy showing up like God, that dude's a fucking star. Like, yeah, no, it's crazy. He got he. I'm pretty sure he got the biggest pop of the night. People fucking love like, Orange Cassidy going into this, coming out of this. I'm like, man, they fucking nailed it. Like, yeah, it was, even though he lost, it doesn't matter. Like, he was in the ring with Pac. Yeah, and he looked <laughs> really good. Yeah, no, he did look really good. And then Pac look, Pac man looked really good because how fast he moves. Yeah, and his, like his selling for like Orange Cassidy moves, like oh shit, like you made this, you made this match look really good because he just was fast as fuck. Yeah, he was like the perfect guy um, for Orange Cassidy to go against to prove that he doesn't always move super slow. Like, all right, yeah, have him fight Pac, who's like really fast and like aggressive, and have him keep up with it and outdo him. Yeah. Immediately, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, no, this guy fucking goes. Yeah. Like, 
Because Pac didn't look like he was slowing down or nothing. Pac was going fucking full speed. And Orange Cassidy's just going fucking full speed with him. And it was like, holy shit. Like, yeah, no, they fucking nailed that shit. Um, yeah. I, like, I, I don't think that match could have gone any better. No, it like, was good. Like, it was, like, perfect for what it needed to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, Orange Cassidy didn't need to win that match. There was no reason for him to win the match. <laughs> like... Just fucking, he he proved everything he needed to prove. All he had to do was fucking go in there and have a match with him, and he did it. And then yeah, fucking okay, he loses. Fine. He even had to like it, they kind of had to cheat him a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Have the Lucha Bros come out and take like like they kind of it, it was good. Um, I really liked it. Orange Cassidy's a star. Pack is a star. Um, fuck yeah, Orange Cassidy rules all the shit he does. It, it's all so smooth. Like everything he does is so clean. Yeah. Um. He does all the shit where he puts his hands in his pockets and then fucking just. It's so cool when he would start running around because like you fucking. Like he's like, just standing around so calm and he's like he's not moving at all and then he'll just start running really fast and just start doing all this shit and he's ducking under and he's fucking doing flips and like, it's it's crazy. Um. I'm like, how often are they gonna do that? Yeah, I don't know because yeah. you can't. He's not. He can't come out and start doing it on dynamite every week. Like it'd kill the whole thing. Like he has to only try every okay. once in a while. Try against main eventers only. Yeah, he has to just every once in a while. He's just got to show up. Yeah, they're gonna. Yeah, they'll put him against like Kenny at one point. And he'll he'll try. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> Orange Cassidy and Kenny is the wildest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Bro, imagine Orange Cassidy, Darby Allen. Yeah, that should be wild. Bro, heel Darby Allen against face Orange Cassidy. Heel Darby Allen. <laughs> Imagine when Darby Allen turns heel and he's just like setting people on fire. <laughs> like <laughs> Darby Allen turns heel and he's just using the flamethrower on people. Yeah, he's just being crazy as hell. Oh man, yeah, that shit ruled. Um, and then Pack wins. Pack fucking. Gets his submission. I think it's called the Brutalizer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he fucking locks that shit in. Orange Cassidy taps out instantly like everybody does. And then he holds it like he does to everybody. Um, yeah. It was cool. It was it was really good. I, like I said, I don't think it could have gone better. Like, it was like a perfect match for what they needed to do. Fucking Pac didn't look weak at all for giving up all the offense to Orange Cassidy. Because Orange Cassidy just looked like a badass. Like... <laughs> you you didn't think like man, good thing he's fighting Pack so he can get all this offense in. It was just like oh shit, there you go. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, it was cool. And yeah. Then it was uh, the main event. Oh, were you gonna say something? Um, no, it was a really good match. I would say yeah, I might. I was trying to think. It might have been my second fair match of the night. I Probably. Think I, I yeah. didn't like it more than the main event. That, uh, me too. Yeah, that match. Yeah, I definitely like it more than the main event. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um. It was super, super good. Uh, Orange Cassidy's a fucking genius. Like, <laughs> when he would do the thing, <laughs> he started doing this thing where uh, he would be down on the ground and Pac would uh, go up on top to, like, fucking hit him with the black arrow or whatever, his finisher. And Orange Cassidy would just really slowly roll away from him. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, they finally did the one where he tries to roll out. <laughs> and when he goes to the edge of the ring, Pac is already there. <laughs> and, like, they they just look at his face and you just see, like... I was just saying, yeah, that's the funniest face I've ever seen. Like, that was such a good, like, facial expression. Yeah, he, expression he had, like, a perfect facial expression, and he just rolls back the other way. <laughs> yeah, he was, so, like, nervous and scared, and, like, he was, like, as a, it was a big, nervous smile. You yeah, see? he just looks like, and so he okay. just starts rolling. He just rolls back the other way. Um, 
man and then fuck yeah he just fuck the crowd pops so big every time he does like super lazy shit like they love it and i'm like man this dude fucking nailed wrestling like yeah he has the best he, job he gets the biggest pops out of doing jack shit <laughs> like they, he they love him more the less he does yeah it's fucking crazy um <laughs> yeah god I, I, he's so He's so he's so over. Like I don't know where they're gonna go. That's with That's exactly like, what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I was just trying to say the same thing. He's so like over right now. What the fuck are they gonna do? Yeah, I don't know what you can do with him. Like, yeah, like, I don't know what you do with him. Just keep doing the same thing for now. But but, but like he's fucking crazy over. But it's like you can't just have him fucking like beat everybody. Like. You can't even have him try every week. He's not even going to wrestle every week. Yeah, yeah he can't even wrestle yeah. every week. Like, I'm, just, I, I'm just like, I don't know. I'm like, how do you capitalize on this? I don't know how. I don't know how to make the most out of an Orange Cassidy. Like, how do you run with that? It's funny that um, out of all the shirts that they had there, like they had an Orange Cassidy shirt there, like, and it was like a Chicago theme, mm-hmm. just for like, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, no, it's really cool that they recognize who their uh, who their stars are. Yeah, and yeah, that's definitely one of them. And I do not know what the fuck. I don't know what I'd do <laughs> if I was in charge. I'd be like, uh, what now? <laughs> I, yeah, I, I assume it's gonna keep doing the same thing. They'll just have them make a little cameo appearances throughout the week on Dynamite. I mean, yeah, and, but eventually, like, like, they have to do something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he can do that for another, like, cycle, for another, like, pay-per-view and shit. But, like, he can't be doing that in a year still. People are eventually going to, like, turn on it. Like, why don't you fucking have him do anything? Like, <laughs> I, I I don't know. It's it's a real tough position. I don't know how to fucking run with an Orange Cassidy. Yeah. But I think they should. I just don't know how they should do it. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's fucking talk about the main event. Uh, main event: John Moxley against uh, Chris Jericho, uh, who was the champion. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a good match. Yeah, I I don't know. Um, it wasn't as good as I expected. I thought it was gonna be better. Yeah, yeah. I, I expected better, but it doesn't. That's not. It wasn't bad. Um, I just was expecting a little more. It really felt like they they're definitely going to have multiple more matches because it felt like there was a lot they didn't do um really it it felt a lot like okay this is like their first match like there's there's got to be at least like two more where they're going to pull out more shit yeah because they hardly really did anything uh but it was still good i actually got up to go to the bathroom at one point and that was really fun the bathroom was fucking lit at that point (laughs) i got in the bathroom and there was just like some kids in there like smoking weed in a stall and then like some dude just came in there and just started throwing up super loud (laughs) (laughs) the bathroom fucking ruled at that point uh and then i came back and i had missed a bunch of inner circle interference um that was all thwarted somehow. I don't know because I missed all of it. I, I I literally came back and like they were all gone. And yeah. I was like, "What happened?" And they're like, "Oh, uh, there, the stuff happened." And I was like, "Oh." Um, and then I don't. It just kind of felt like it ended. 
You know what I mean? Like I, I was not prepared for the finish when it came. Uh, they're doing finishers, like yeah, you saw Jericho for the Judas effect. Yeah, no, he went for it, but it was just like he just kind of kicked him, DDT'd him, and then won. And I was like, oh shit, okay, yeah, right on. Like yeah. <laughs> it was just very uh, sudden. Um, yes, that's funny. Yeah, so no one's kicked out of nobody. Will. D- D- you can't, you can't kick out the. Uh, no one's kicked out of the Judas effect. What the hell effect. is it called? The the, the uh, para, paradigm shift is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. Never mind. I was like, is it called that in Japan? But in Japan, it's the Death Rider. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is over there. Paradigm shift. She could should have called it Dirty Deeds. Should have called Dirty Dirt Cheap. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't. I feel like I don't have anything to say about fucking Moxley and Jericho. Um. It was yeah. fine. Yeah, it was good. Um, I didn't see, I didn't see Moxley winning. Yeah, I thought I thought Jericho was gonna keep title. Me too. Yeah, I was I was surprised to see Moxley uh win at the end. I really figured they were gonna keep like fighting. I mean, I, I still think they're gonna keep fighting. Uh, I just didn't think they'd be fighting in the way where Jericho is chasing Moxley. Yeah, I think that's weird. Cause now, like, I don't think Jericho should get the title back. So yeah, I yeah, yeah. That's I don't know. I'm like, what do you do with Jericho now? Yeah, I don't know. That's Jericho what... was kind of like like you have yep, the... that's the champ, and now if he's not, I'm like, what should what should Jericho ever do besides just he's just the leader of the inner circle belt. now. Like, yeah, I'm like, what does Inner Circle ever do if not serve Jericho? And what is Jericho ever doing if not just trying to get the big belt? Yeah. And so, um, which I, has been like a slight like problem, I guess, that I've been thinking about since the beginning. It's just like, man, what do you do with Jericho when he's not champ? Like, because <laughs> as champ, it's like, yeah, no, he's perfect in this role. It's great. Like, yeah, he's a fucking bad guy. And like, you want to see people beat him. But then when somebody beats him, it's like, what the fuck do you do with Jericho? <laughs> but I honestly, this is probably a problem with like every really big good heel that ever existed in wrestling. It's yeah. just uh, before this, we were watching WWE, and that doesn't exist. <laughs> I mean, good things. <laughs> <laughs> um, Enjoyable people. I forgot what we were saying about the match. Nothing really. <laughs> Yeah, um, I don't know where they're going after this. They might just do like a, a inner circle um, elite feud, just because they're doing the blood and guts match coming up. Like oh, in a yeah. month, who's gonna be in something like that? Yeah, that's I'm like, oh, I didn't think about that until now. But yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I just thought about that now. Who like, the fuck would be in that? I'm because I'm guessing those probably supposed to be. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm assuming inner circle. I'm. Well, I'm guessing it was supposed to probably be the elite versus Dark Order for that. Interesting. But then I think that they're going to kill that off and do Inner Circle versus the elite now. They should just do Inner Circle versus Dark Order. And then at the end, they should merge the factions. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, fuck it. Jericho should be the the like headmaster or whatever, the Dark Order, the dean. The dean. <laughs> the principal of the Dark Order. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I can see that happening. That'd be cool. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. whatever. I'm saying, yeah, whatever. Who I'm cares? sure they'll do Nothing fine. Matters. 
Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, it's cool because in this company, it's like the opposite of WWE where when anything would happen, I'd be like, yeah, whatever. I don't know. It doesn't matter. They're probably going to fuck it up anyway. <laughs> Over here, it's like the opposite where I'm like, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't matter what they do. They'll probably do something fine. <laughs> like, yeah, probably it's good. the complete opposite. I still feel like, yeah, whatever. I don't really care what happens, but in a positive way now where I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it's fine. Just because like, I know they're not going to like totally fuck it up probably. And if they do, they'll like steer out of it they'll figure it out like they have so far yeah <laughs> it's just nice to be able to uh believe <laughs> it's nice to believe again yeah, half face yeah it's nice to believe in wrestling again wrestling's real again it's faker than ever <laughs> yeah that was a show I, I don't really have anything else to say about it it was a good show after the show we went to harold's chicken <laughs> We got in that bitch right on time. Like, literally, like, within a fucking minute after we walked in, that motherfucker was packed. And when we walked in, it was, like, two people standing in there just waiting on their food. And so we walked up and ordered. And uh, if you've never been in a Harold's Chicken, they don't have, like, seating or anything. That Other Harold's Chickens I've ever been to, they had, like, two tables. Like, and that was what I expected. <laughs> I was wrong. One table and <laughs> four seats. Which happened to be our number of boys, so we just kind of fucking took that shit, which was pretty funny. The completely, like, packed, crowded heralds, and it's just, like, me and my fucking three guys just sitting at the one table in the place just eating. Yeah. <laughs> While the place is just packed Every, full of people waiting for food. standing around waiting for food. It's just us three holding down the only table in the tiny room. <laughs> just fucking going in. <laughs> It was good. That was my first time I've ever eaten Harold's. Uh, I never had it before. I delivered it before and like been there before, but I'd never eaten there. That's fine. Got the wings, catfish nuggets special. I mean, it wasn't even like catfish nuggets, just like little catfish. Yeah, it was fine. The catfish was good, actually. I, I, I was uh, impressed by the catfish. The wings were okay. The wings just remind me like Brown's chicken. Any of y'all over there have Brown's chicken? <laughs> Harold's chicken is the same as Brown's chicken, I learned. Uh... Pretty much indistinguishable. <laughs> uh, that was how I felt about it. It's just the same as Brown's chicken. And they didn't listen to me. I wanted mild sauce on the side. They gave me hot sauce on the side. I don't like that nasty ass hot sauce. It's like the same hot sauce as like fucking at sharks and like anywhere else. Oh just that, really? Yeah, that's how it tastes. Their it's mild just, sauce was different. Was it? Yeah, yeah. No, the hot sauce was just like every fucking hot sauce from everywhere. And I was like, ugh, I hate this like vinegary like I don't know I don't like that shit but that's what it was and I ate it it was fine <laughs> and then we lifted out that bitch came back here now we're home and it's late yep 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 so we're gonna wrap it up it's uh it was an eventful weekend it was a lot and I had to Dave, wake up yeah. in a few hours. I gotta go to see two e two at eight o'clock. Yeah, fucking Dave's going yeah, it's three to in the morning. Two. We've been recording for like three hours now. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> Feels um, like it. Yeah, we're done. That'll do. Let's it's it. the boys landing podcast. Thanks for listening. It's the boys, the boys landing boys at Gmail. Send whatever the fuck there. I don't care. Uh, we'll be back next week, like we are every week. I don't know who will be here. Like, I never do every week. <laughs> 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 All right. Goodbye. Well, see you in the future.